0: What is up fence fam and welcome to the fence expert podcast, a podcast devoted to anything and everything fence, whether it's tools, guests, or answering your fence related questions, you've come to the right place. This podcast is sponsored by Ozifence.store your one-stop shop for all your fencing related hardware. Right now they're offering a free shipping of $150 or more. And if you use the discount code podcast, you can save 15% in addition to the free shipping. With All that being said, let's dive into this week's episode. What is up, Fence fam? And welcome back to another Live Ask the Experts with me, Joe Evers, the Fence Expert. Guys, I am super excited for today. It when we talked to these guys last time, like I, seriously, I don't know who you need to ask, but when I left this, I was just I was happy the rest of the day. These guys are they've got a huge channel over in the UK, they do a lot of good work. I love watching them personally. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado, let's have them on. Gentlemen, how are you? Oh, uh, Hi. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good to have you guys back on. we can, We're got to be back on. So, first and foremost, I appreciate you guys being on today. Uh, so, to bring the viewers in, uh, we were having a WhatsApp chat uh, earlier this week, actually. I said, hey, guys, the, the video's done. Uh, You know, could you be on? and?" It says, Oh, we're slammed this week and next week. And I say, hey, That's that's a life of a fence guy right now. I get really? that. Um, but yeah, but here you are. So thank you. I appreciate that's, you yeah. making time. That's what well, well, <laughs> <laughs> only Josh. We literally came in through the door, literally left 30 <laughs> seconds
1: ago. So, uh, yeah, yeah so a, to bring the crazy.
0: viewers in. So typically, like before this thing goes live, I'll have some, I'll have whoever the guests on and we'll chat for a little bit. Uh, this time, you guys came in like while the countdown is going, <laughs> like just in the nick of time. Literally. <laughs> well, first and foremost, Stevie, congratulations. Thank you. You got Thank your you license, me. or is I've it your certificate? It. Yeah, it's like it's, it's
1: an extra part of the license. So we call it as class two. So um, okay. it means that rather than being able to drive a car up to or a van up to three and a half tons. Nah, you get extra weight, so you can go to the big boy wagons and stuff like that.
0: Such as a grab. Yeah, that's it. All right. All cool. right. So now you got you guys are beasts. So you put in a full day's work and, and then you come on here. So tell me, Steve, today, did you drive the grab? I've been driving the grab. I have yes. been in
1: charge of the grab. All
0: right. All right. It's I'm always hard
1: in cube as well, so that's always a bonus. What's that? I'm sorry. We filmed it for YouTube
0: as well, so that's a bonus. Yes, I I will wait patiently for tomorrow's tomorrow's video or Wednesday video. Wednesdays. Okay, Wednesday. I was gonna say that's that like it's pretty quick. Pretty. Yeah. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting on Wednesday, uh, guys. If you if you don't follow DJ Projects, their link is in the description below. If you're watching us on YouTube, go check them out. David and Stevie have an incredible channel. Uh, it is so interesting for me to watch just how things are similar yet different and uh over in the uk but uh what what our plans are is we're going to chat here for a little while and then we're all going to watch the this week's video which is my reaction to a dnj projects video um so the video the video that we're reviewing is david you did basically a how to uh build (laughs) fence a a while back right and uh yeah i I, it was it was fun for me to review. It really was because it,
1: it was actually uh, uh, discussing it today. Because we yeah. was actually asking the question to each other of, we <laughs> wonder which one it's actually going to be. Yeah, and that's the one. It, the I mean, one that, uh, that did come up in conversation about <laughs> if it would be that one.
0: Yeah, I like it because you know, David, you you showed us you laid out all the tools. Yeah, you need this tool and that tool, and this is how you do. I was like, this is the perfect video to review to show. You know, like I said, similarities and differences. You know, yeah. we we all have to use diggers, right? Hand diggers and levels and all that jolly goodness. So it was uh, it was fun. But you guys use a few extra tools, which would be the uh, – we would call it a concrete saw, right? Just the, the circular blade oh, there. Yeah. Because you guys use concrete posts. Oh, yeah. And we <laughs> talked about this at length last time, but I just – we're going to talk about it some more because uh, I, it's such a great idea. It really is. Um, if there's one thing, and I talked, so we had a training event here in the States up in Nebraska two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and it was uh, basically as a continuing education for fence, fencing professionals. And, and me and two and three other guys are, are, were having chats. I was like, guys, we have to figure out how to get on board with concrete posts because it just it makes so much sense from the get-go. Yeah. Um, Such a simple heard, idea as well. What's that? Such a simple idea of a
1: mold it of concrete.
0: Yeah. Oh, it, concrete and reinforcement, right? Reinforced yeah. rod. So it's not it's not tricky, but it's just. But I don't know. I don't know why it hasn't caught on. And you see it. I mean, obviously in the UK and in various other parts of Europe, right? I mean, it's a pretty common style. Yeah. I'm not sure why it hasn't made it made it over to us yet we see it on (laughs) highways, uh, highways and interstates. You know, when we're talking 30, 40 foot tall, uh, sound barriers, uh, that are solid concrete, they use concrete posts. So we need to bring it. We need to minimize it and put it in yards. Well, well guys, let's do this. Let's say hi to a few folks. And then I've got all the questions in the world. Kev docs has been here since yesterday afternoon. (laughs) I posted this question, galvanized or stainless steel nails, I would assume, for wood pickets, which do you prefer? I live in Florida and use stainless, but lately customers have been asking for galvanized. Follow up. And normally it's the customers that move down here from up north that want galvanized. I live on the coast. So, guys, I'll ask you. So, one, you guys have, is it the Panelmatic? Is that what? Panelmaster, yeah. Panelmaster, yeah. Panelmaster, that's. (laughs) <laughs> another piece of great equipment uh what what type fasteners are you using what type nails are you using in that as a galvanized but someone did ask me in
2: the comments about stainless steel say so we don't use stainless steel over here and it says oh if, if you use stainless steel the panels going to last longer but i think the galvanized nails last just as long as what our, our wood does anyway
0: yeah i i agree with you i do so we use we'll use a hot dip galvanized ring shank yeah. nail um for us here in here in the midwest it's fine so our air isn't as corrosive now kev mentions that kevin mentions that he's on the florida coast so he's right on the ocean and so typically oh. the ocean side environments are really corrosive I and mean, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll just chew through metal so maybe that's maybe that's a consideration yeah yeah
2: definitely
0: yeah, so, I mean, Kev, for you, I mean, stainless steel is the way to go, right? But if you were to take me from Missouri and throw me into Florida, I'd probably ask you for galvanized, too, just because that's what I'm used to seeing and using. But stainless steel would be the way to go. We looked into stainless steel nails a bit more expensive than galvanized. <laughs> About three times, three to four times as expensive. And that was, we looked into it probably two years ago, so pre-pandemic. There's no telling what those nails are are costing now. Someone from over in your neck of the woods, background Property. Looking, f- hi, folks. Looking forward to it. From Scotland, Backroom property. Very yeah.
1: good.
0: Yeah, Very good. Some 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 folks you know. Just for you, people,
2: yeah. Yeah, I've spoken just for YouTube.
0: Yeah, yo, it's fun, isn't it? Funny where you meet people like that, where you see them in your comments repeatedly, and yeah. Yeah, so there's, I'm going to scan real quick and see if he's here yet. There's a gentleman named Roger Bentoncourt. He's every week, he's in the comments, he's telling people, he's reminding me to remind people to hit the like button and such <laughs> like that. Uh, never met him in person, as far as I know, but i uh, sure like to one day. But backward properties, hello. Craig Yarmula? Oh, man, I butchered that, and I apologize. Yarmula? <laughs> i'm not sure craig i apologize but welcome he's here from new jersey he's a jersey boy liam bro wants to know where are dnj projects based in the uk what's that uh so we're in the middle of
1: the uk in the east midlands in nottingham so Nottinghamshire, um baseford. and if we're being specific we're in baseford in nottingham
0: baseford in nottingham there you go there you go so i'm going to show my ignorance here uh not so is there still the forest there nottingham forest so nottingham forest is the football
1: club okay And uh, um, there's sherwood, sherwood forest, forest which sherwood. is a big forest
0: okay all with,
1: right a, oak tree right? Yeah. big oak tree old
0: really 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 old oak tree very Majority. good very good you know here so i want to come visit you know it's something that i've thought that i've thought about for a while and I can't wait. So I watch your videos, specifically the uh, traveling videos in the Grab where you guys are driving around. Man, I it, it's funny from a perspective. So that's your guys' normal everyday commute, you know, driving through town. It's so different that it's just I can't wait. I just, uh, yeah, you guys have a good over there. Gary Harding, hello, says, Two good YouTubers. I agree. That's why I had them on. I
3: agree. Thank I you. agree.
0: <laughs> I am here to judge you. So that's a screen name. <laughs> Best dad and son team. I Thank concur. Uh, wicked. So wicked now let comments. Yeah. Let's talk about this too. So is it still uh, dad and son, or is it oh, dad yeah. lad? Because that came yeah. up. We're, we're gonna
1: stick with the dad and son. I am. Um, Obviously, there was a bit of discussion in the comments and there was a few back and forths of what everyone's sort of opinion is on it. Yeah. But because we sort of started with the I'm dad, I'm son, I think that is the way to keep it. Even though obviously the dad and lad rhymes a little bit better. Yeah. Um, the dad, I'm dad, I'm son. It's some means yeah. more as
2: well. Some sons yeah.
0: got more meaner. Yeah. Yeah. Son's more personal, hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah that's I agree. It. I agree. I, I waited. That was my vote. I voted on dad and son. Project Rebuild? Hello as well. Hello, hello, hello. Andy Man. Hello to you. <laughs> ben Kirby. Big up, Dave yeah. and Stevie. <laughs> Big up T <to> you, Sam. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, so this point's correct. Craig says, just like all the innovations overseas, it takes time to get to the USA. <laughs> that's the truth but we're going to start it here we're going sh- to push from here that concrete closer the way
1: someone has got to be the first to do it
0: so uh it's the truth and it's, you may as well do it joe you may as well get that's yourself right. into so, it so here's here letting everyone in on a thought in my brain and i don't know if it's going to happen but i want it to happen so i want to do a video where i come visit you guys hmm. and learn all about the concrete post, the gravel boards, the proper way to build a proper fence and uh, do a video on that, but then have that be like the introduction of this style of fence here to the States. Yeah, I think that would be yeah. good. <laughs> That's the plan anyway. I don't know when it's going to happen, but one day.
3: Look
2: forward it's a, to that. it's a
0: long flight over to you guys. I checked that oh, out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> not, it's not around the corner. No, 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 no. It, it's just about a full day's travel. It really yeah, is no, with connections yeah. and such. Frank is giving us a shout out from Ireland. Love the standard of work on the projects channel. I agree. I agree. Shout out from Ireland, love the standard of work on projects channel. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Ireland. We're a big fan
1: of the Irish. Yeah, we are a big massive fan.
0: Of the <laughs> Yeah, and, and Frank hits the nail on the head, I think, on why I enjoy watching you guys so much. It's just, to his point, the standard of quality. Yeah. Uh, you we, can I tell. Just, we pride you.
1: ourselves on as well. We want to make sure that every single thing we do is – if it's not perfect to us, then it can't be perfect to the customer. And I think yep. we go the extra mile to make sure that the standard of the work is at that level. Um, yeah. I mean, so the, your reputation. It's just – second nature to us now we don't actually yeah. have to think about doing that it just happens
0: yeah well uh, i'll just tell you from from the other side of the screen it comes through uh yeah. that that you guys take yeah. a lot of pride in what you do so yeah, that, i yeah. i have to think that if i lived if i lived around in your guys' area there in the uk that that that's your reputation yeah. right is that it gets done the first time that you don't have to follow in behind you guys to see what was missed and what wasn't done that you just know okay. that when DNJ Projects is done, it's done. Let's okay. let's talk about that, guys. I, I there's a ton of comments, and we will get to them. <laughs> but I want to kind of have conversations as they come up because I've been known to forget something where I want to talk about it, and I'd let it go, and then it disappears. Something that's going on here at our office lately is checklists. Mm-hmm. Right, make sure all the boxes are ticked before we go. Uh, because we're all human, right? You're wrapping up a project. It's the end of a long day. Something gets overlooked, right? Did all the nails or did all the pickets get nailed? We build on site. So did all the pickets get nailed? Did everything like that happen? What, what's your guys' process? So the, the project's done. How do you guys make sure that all the all your check marks are ticked? It depends
1: on the project. If we're talking fencing... Because it just happens so naturally because it goes a post, a gravel board, a panel, and then you start it again. You start the process all again. It's hard to forget and miss something when it comes to the fencing in that aspect. If we're doing camp rail fencing, which is all timber, then there is a chance that you may miss a couple of nails and just have to check back over to make sure you've nailed every every part of that um, fence. But when it comes to the concrete fencing with the timber panels – it would be very, very hard to miss something because it would be a vital part of the fence, so you would know instantly.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you would probably just know at sight that something's a bit off. That's it, yeah. Well, and and by the time the panel gets out on the job site, you guys have already had quality control there in the shop. Yeah. Well, it's
2: it's past so many people, so the person who's made it, and then he lifts it and puts it in place where it is, then Stevie and his team, we'll lift it up again. So it's had so many eyes on it before it's even arrived to site. So it's really hard for anything to go out there, which has been missed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. And like I said, that's just something that we're, we're going through right now. It's not, it's not something that happens often, but often enough that we've kind of come to the decision that, uh, we're just going to create a checklist that way. Whoever is on that job that day starts at the top and ends at the bottom. And so long as all the boxes are ticked that, Everything's done. That's it. It's perfect. Having a checklist is it's actually a really
1: good idea because then n- you're you're never going to miss anything. You're going to run right. down that list. Everything's going to be perfect. And if something isn't perfect, you can refer back to the checklist to see what it was.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's right. That's right. So you know, uh, two weeks later, if we get to, if we get a call that says, "Hey, by the way, this isn't done," or this whatever, we can go back and look at the list and say, "Okay, well, that's." So Scott checked that off. So at the time it was, but, you know, or maybe the checkbox wasn't checked. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So I got that idea. So I'm currently going for my private pilot's license uh, where so I can, I can fly planes around. Uh, and right. I get that idea from them. So everything, when you're flying a plane, everything is a checklist. You know, when you start the thing, when you get going, when you take off, when you climb, when you, yeah. it's all a checklist. Because in your mind, there's so many things going. You just got to check them off, and that's kind of where the idea came from. It's pretty cool. I don't know. We're we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, it's it's something that we're to, we're in the middle of right now. It, literally yesterday afternoon, we had that meeting. So we'll see. Sean O'Sullivan says, "Worldwide heroes from rugby." Okay. There's some of these comments that I'm not going to understand, but we're still going to read them because you get. It. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> I skipped over this, Donnie. Oh, man, Danny. Boys, how would you pronounce the last name here? Hoagie. 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 Okay. The way (laughs) way it looks, I'd say it. Yeah, okay. uh, Well, You never know because sometimes words that come out of my mouth just don't sound right elsewhere. The boys, D&J. That's right. That's right. QA Library says, hi, all. How is the supply situation going? Are you having issues getting a hold of concrete and wood? Guys, what do you think?
2: Yeah, massively at the minute. The concrete supply. Last time we spoke, it was all good. Now it's it's really taking its toll. Okay, it's, its toll. Wood, wood's increased so much. It's increased again every time we have a lorry load. The price has gone up.
0: Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, and as for the cement, the concrete uh, bag form. So we have it in a twenty kilo bag. We're just struggling to get it. Even yeah. the amounts we used to buy, we just cannot get it. So we're down to our last few pallets.
0: Oof. So, and then probably it, they're just back ordered. They're just saying it's not available and we'll let you know when it is. Yeah, that's, that's, they, they do even get that. They've said basically
2: you you can have it when we've got it. <laughs> there's some shortage of something. So the eh.
1: IPC or something.
2: IPC or something. Oh, some no, of it goes okay. in the cement. Yeah, one of the components. Shortage. Yeah, some of the, the product that goes in it.
0: So let me ask, and this has probably already been a discussion you guys have had, but so you guys make your own concrete there from component parts. Yeah. Could you could you bag it prior to water being mixed?
1: No. <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah. not probably not worth yeah. the house. Everything that it would be yeah. it would not be cost effective to yeah. do it it'd, it'd yeah. probably be better to not have it just than to do that yeah yeah gotcha makes sense yeah. makes sense
0: so we're we're kind of in a similar but well actually so concrete we're not we're not right now we have a plant here here in our town that makes the bagged concrete for basically our entire region of the united states so we've got pretty ready access to that wood on the other hand is still incredibly difficult You know, it's, and it it comes and goes, which is the confusing part. So I called up Wednesday or Thursday to get current pricing and they had, they had a lot, they had 30 or 40,000 boards on hand. I said, well, okay. That's why I said, I don't need any right now. We've got quite a few on hand. And they said, well, just, you might want to take them because next week we could be out and we don't know when we're going to get another load. Mm -hmm. And it's so, it's so up and down that you almost have to take them when they're available. Definitely the same heel. Definitely the same. It see that's the wild part of this is that you know we're half a world away roughly, and like everyone's in the same situation. Yeah. Typically, you'll see typically you'll see it in different parts of the world at different times, uh, but we're all kind of going through it exactly the same time.
1: We are yeah. indeed. Yeah it's it's actually, it's crazy. It's, there's no
0: two ways about it. It's crazy. Yeah, it absolutely is. So. I know we talked about it before, but we've probably got some new users. When you guys are are making your panels, what what type of lumber are you using?
3: Yeah. What was it? It's
1: what's you? Well, oh,
2: what? Is I said that? it. I What now? It's not pine. It's
1: hey. Yeah. What would we let's use? That's the real boss. Gotta ask
2: the boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she buys it, and I'm on site a lot. Yeah. Now, I just... <laughs>
0: I, hey, I I understand this completely.
2: What
0: would we get in at the minute? Spruce. Spruce. Yeah, spruce?
1: is it spruce? Spruce. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, yep. The real boss finds it. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> so we had, I had spruce. a situation like this. Oh, spruce, spruce. I, thought it was, I forgot. <laughs> Mind blank. Just went. <laughs> spruce. Definitely. Yeah. Spruce. That's what happens when your head's in the work. Right. Yeah. yeah. We, I had a situation like this. We we're up like at this training event in Nebraska and someone's, I forget what the question was. But someone was asking me where we sourced this one particular part. Mm. I don't know. I said, <laughs> but I've got, I, I had a few folks with me and I said, let's ask them. They'll know. Like that's, I don't know. That's not my, That's not what I do. So I understand that. I understand that for sure. So spruce. And we talked about last time that you guys, it's pre-stained when you guys get it.
3: Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah.
2: Just to take it, that thing out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice looking board. It really is. All right, let's get back to the comments. Oh, I apologize for not asking this question yet. Any news on the Swans?
1: <laughs> well, uh, right.
0: Well, basically, you'll have to stick around for
1: Sunday's video. Okay,
0: what we will reveal. But very good.
1: Let's just say that the Swans have been there this week. Yeah. But let's just say there's somewhat someone or something else occupying the nest at the moment. We'll just okay. say that.
0: All right, I will be tuning in tomorrow because I think I'm, I'm going off memory here. I believe on Wednesday they weren't there. On Wednesday they had swum off uh, for a little bit. Now some of the eggs are in the water, are in the lean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good grief. Do you true. think? How did they get there? Do you think?
1: Well, a lot of the comments are saying that they the swans can sort of almost tell when they're infertile and they're actually not producing. So what they, what the comments are saying, not that we know of Googled, but they're saying that the swans will actually kick them out of the nest if they're actually no good. Um uh, but there was a bit of a magic hack. Something. There, was, <laughs> yeah. there, there was no egg one day. And then the next day we went literally not even 12 hours later. And there was the biggest egg in the middle of the nest. So we don't know what happened there, but, um, that was crazy. That one, but, uh, We'll just say there's there's something happening on that nest at the moment.
0: So we need to tune in tomorrow 100%. to see what's going on with the nest. 100%. Good
1: <laughs> news.
0: It's good news. Yeah. Okay. News. Okay. Okay. Good news. Uh, so without getting into the video, there's one signet. Is that right? As of right now in the videos, there's one signet. We've, <laughs> we haven't seen that signet in a long, long
1: time. So. Oh, okay. We've, we've only seen the swans once in say one one or two weeks time we've not really seen them i don't okay. know what what they're actually up to but there was definitely one signet um yeah. but who knows now you just who knows we haven't seen it in a while okay we had some swimming
0: lessons one day and gone yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's for what i remember Yeah, I swimming around <laughs> with dad for a little bit and, then, yeah, and then, uh, then they were gone that was it went off for adventures yes that we'll, we'll hope for the best that he's off having adventures somewhere yeah, that's right? it was, yeah. Seeing all of the UK, yeah, Being positive. <laughs> Maxwell Grass Cutting Service says crack crack or great crack, all the best from Newcastle. Up the tune. So, <laughs> so great crack. Can we what does that mean? I, mean, so, I assume it's like, yeah, like
1: great crackers in you can say crackers in a good laugh. Okay, yeah,
3: but, okay, it's um, so funny.
1: There's different variations all over England, so I'm yeah, because one that, that means the same thing as what we're thinking in our head.
0: <laughs> well, that, the one phrase I hear is like "crack on," and that means yeah, just on, yeah. get just on get with it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, confusing. it's confusing. So there you go. Yeah, crack, crack on, and great crack—two totally different things. Same word. Same word. Yeah. Ah, good grief. I'm we. I'm sure we had the same thing here. Where if yeah, someone I said something, it. I'd know exactly what they mean, and you guys would be yeah what in the world jacob harvey says hi
1: guys hope you're well we are well well he's always about as well i always see that ash tree care Uh, what's it say i always recognize that logo anyway ash tree care yeah that's it yeah
0: very good very good gary harding says hello mate i mentioned two great channels oh okay okay well he said two great guys i was like yep these are the guys that's the ones (laughs) Well done on passing your test.
1: No, thank you. Honestly, it really does mean a lot. There was obviously there was a hell of a lot of comments on YouTube. A lot of lot of Instagram DMs of people just wishing me well, telling me I'll smash it I'll I've got this in the bag. And it really, really did help. Don't get me wrong. There was a bit of pressure when you tell nearly 20,000 people that you've got your test on this day (laughs) at this time. I had a bit of pressure on my back. That's uh, right. I knew that I could do it. Um, and like I said on a video before, I was really trying to pass this for myself, for my dad, D&J, but I was really trying to pass it for the YouTube as well, for the guys, the, the family on the YouTube. I wanted to make them proud as well. It sounds crazy. No, yeah. It's true. And all so, that support really did mean a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's the process on, on getting that endorsement? What Obviously, it looked like there's a lot of classwork and then some probably practical driving. So what it is then, so from start to
1: finish, you've got to obviously pay for the course. So once you've done that, wicked, you can start going ahead. And then the first thing that you've got to do is pass a theory test, um, which is 100 questions. And you've got to get 80, I I believe it is 80 questions right out of the 100 within an hour and a half's timing. Um, And that's done on the computer. And then you go straight into a hazard and perception part of the test. Where well, that's basically videos of scenarios. It's pretending that you are driving that lorry and that wagon. Mm-hmm. You're driving down the road. Say there's a few kids playing football on the field and the ball gets loose. You have to click a mask to say that there's a hazard approaching or something like that. Or if a car pulls out, you have to click a mask. Okay. You can't overclick because if you overclick, you get marked down and you have to score a percentage out of that. So let's say you pass them two. And then there's two added ones for CPC. So you have to do module two and module four, and you have to have those qualifications to be able to drive professionally so that you can be marked on how many hours you've driven throughout the day because you can only do so many. Sure. And again, one of them is question based on a computer. Second one is walking around the wagon, and an instructor will ask you, how do you check the tire tread depth on this vehicle? Uh, how do you lock all the doors? How do you stop immigration if you're at the ports? And you have to answer certain questions and get them correct. And then it basically comes down to the test, um, as in driving-wise, where you do four days driver training, and then you have the test on the fifth day. So it's, yeah. it's quite a lot to take in. It's not yeah. just a quick five-minute thing because, as you already know, these are really, really big wagons. Like They hold a lot of weight. These These can be killing machines, so you have to yeah. be competent, And confident when you're driving that wagon, so they don't just let anyone just jump in it in the next day. So, which is a good
0: idea, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, I fully agree with everything that I've had to do. Yeah, yeah. So, how long of a process is it, Steve? How long have you been at this? Couple months. You can you could probably do, you could probably
2: do it quicker, but with the pandemic, yeah, I slowed things down. Like, say you, you got it for your birthday present, didn't you? Yeah and you couldn't do anything because of the pandemic. But if you did a fast course, I bet you could get it done within a month, two months.
1: i say a month would be perfect because the driving only takes one week. So you've got four days of driver training, one day of test. And if you can get... It's all about availability. If you can get your theory, hazard and perception module two and four all booked within that month, wicked. There's no saying that you can't do it in that month. It's all about just being having space at the test center for those modules and yeah. on the test uh, and then driver driver training and test that's that's the thing that can hold you up because you can't just get in next week it's it's yeah. weeks in advance say if driving a car in England at the minute if, for the youngsters if you want to do your your tests you're waiting, you're waiting like two, three months in advance. It's not how it was when I did it, where I could get a test next week. And if I failed, yeah. out, I can get a test the week after. Yeah. A lot of people are having to wait a good few months now. There's someone at uh, Big J Jizzle at our place. He's yeah. his test is ready. He's ready to drive. He's taking lessons every single week. But his test is all the way in September. So even though oh, he's wow. confident and he can, he can drive right now, he's had to, he booked his test say two months ago. But that was the earliest he could get it in, like, late September.
0: That's how crazy it is for cars at the minute in England. Oh. So, guys, what's the what's the age to have your license to drive just a regular passenger car?
1: 17. So you can be yeah. 16 to drive a moped, um, okay. a bike up to 125cc. But then once you hit 17, that's when you can officially drive. As in, if no. provisional and then pass your test.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so here in the states so well when I got my license a few years ago uh it was 16 uh so you could you could go right down you could start well you'd have a learner's permit at 15 which means you could drive with a licensed adult now I believe when I got mine it was anyone with a proper license I uh, didn't have to be an adult so but now you know enough kids yeah. drove around with yeah. other kids and had accidents that I believe now it's 18 for your full for your full passenger Ooh. license and you can drive with an adult which is anyone over 21 with the valid license at I believe it is still 60, 16 or 17. Yeah. Uh, which is probably for the better. Yeah. You know, I mean I I understand. I was a kid once that couldn't <laughs> wait to drive and get out of my parents' house and I get it, but uh, but as a parent I I would rather I would rather them wait. You know, a little bit more experience, a little bit, you know, I don't, as you get older, they're right in that age range where you're starting to make questionable decisions sometimes, you know? So, yeah, I I agree. Guys, let me ask you. So, uh, truck versus wagon versus (laughs) lorry?
1: Uh, No. All I know is we're not allowed, I'm not allowed to call it a van. Not- <laughs> oh that's <I'm-> right, man. <laughs> I will get ridiculed in the comments. Uh, yeah. that's just second nature to me, but now I'm I'm sticking to wagon. i uh, just okay. go I go with wagon all the time. Even my dad said van today, so uh, <laughs> correct myself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, because wagon- the the trucker community in the comments, oh they do not like saying van. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: they're not happy with that yeah well so then what's a lorry then same thing same okay yeah. okay same. yeah same. same word or different word for the same thing
1: it's just that <laughs> english thing where we've got so many different words some different uh spell but yeah. it means the exact same thing
0: yeah so the the vehicle you drove for your test so you you had the picture with your certificate in front of the minions vehicle yeah, the minions Tremendous amount of lights on that vehicle, yeah. And all the lights is that common or not common?
1: Uh, I don't, you don't have to have that many, you definitely don't have to have that many. You just need to have your working lights, side lights, main beam, all that sort of stuff. But
3: yeah.
1: it's what they're calling again, they have them on minis and stuff. The big Spotlight. circle lights, Spotlights. yeah. I think they're just classed as spotlights, you like as an accessory, but you don't have to have them. That's just a bit overkill. Um, yeah, but they, I don't know why they had so many on that one, but there was a lot of lights. There wasn't
0: a lot of lights because I had to yeah. check everyone every day. So I know there was a oh, lot of good. lights. Yeah. Uh, uh, so part of your training, is it nighttime training or dusk dawn training? No. So it was, it's literally what
1: time I was starting at 12 in the afternoon and finishing around about four. So I was doing around about four hours worth of driving and it was light all the time. I don't, I don't know if they do do that. I don't uh, think they do. I, I don't know if they do. They can of, do on a car. They do like the advanced car. training to do okay. lessons and motorway uh, lessons. But I've, because, you, because when you're doing that HGV test and driver training, you've already got a driver's license. They know you can already drive. They don't mm. need to then take you out on
0: the road at nighttime because chances are you've been doing it for years already. Yeah. Well, and, and I'd have to think that those vehicles are mostly on the road during the day, anyway.
1: Some there's quite a lot of nighttime driving with that sort of wagon. Okay. Yeah, okay. a lot, a lot of nighttime um, driving with that, going up and down the country when it's a little bit quieter, you can get to places uh, just faster. Um,
0: makes sense. But uh, but yeah. Very good. Very good. All right, let's get back to the comments. Jack Daniel says, "D and J, huge fan of yours." Thank you. Agreed. Good Jordy Scanlad says, I respect the passion, lads. Love from Belfast. Keep up the hard work. Oh, we will do. Well, thank I'll you for that. You know, and so one thing you guys are, get so right is when I, so I'll, I'll talk to groups of people sometimes and one th- about making video. And I say, you, you should start creating video because mm-hmm. it helps document your process and things like that. But one thing I say, though, is we'll only get into it if whatever you're talking about, that you have passion. Yeah. Yeah. That's that you're so passionate fair. about. Um, because, I mean, there's again, we talked about this last time, but there's days where you just don't want to make a video. Of course. And, 100%. But if you've got the passion, then you still do it.
1: So, yeah, 100%. There's no point doing something that you're not enjoying.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. If, if, what's the saying? It's if you love what you do, if you love, if you love your work, you'll, uh, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life or I'll something like that something to that effect all right roger bittencourt is here very good <laughs> here listening and working welcome roger we have got roger <laughs> Rick Lang with steve and alex oh. part-time fencers in the house that's it <laughs> uh, they've actually got a
1: good channel as well yeah so if yeah. anyone wants to check their channel out i was just... gonna
0: say well uh, another pair of, of tradesmen that we'll need to yeah. catch up with
1: that's it they are the good lads
0: yeah Jordy says, random question. Dislocated my knee getting into my work van last week. What is the strangest injury you have sustained doing day-to-day stuff? Wait until you see next Wednesday's video.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're back. We, uh... we, we almost didn't make this video today. We'll just say that. It was that bad. It was that bad.
0: But uh, <laughs> it was. I don't, I don't want to give too much away. But No, we'll, we'll say prior to that. Prior to that.
3: Uh, what's
1: what's what's happened?
3: It's
2: uh, more cuts and stuff. There's yeah, <laughs> it
1: definitely cuts on hands and yeah. with it with the being the concrete and obviously when you're dropping a post into the hole, we should wear gloves all the time. But sometimes yeah. you don't, and you yeah. drop that post into that hole, and your your hands are like this, yeah. and the yeah. post will slide down, and our hands are beat up all the time. There's cuts everywhere because it just <laughs> absolutely slices you. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of anything. I'm not, I don't think I've ever fell over or anything like that. Um, yeah. Other than that, that hit me on the head with a grab today, but not much.
0: Don't give it away. Don't give Wednesday away. Oh, keep no, that's nothing.
3: Okay.
1: Honestly, it could have been a lot worse, we'll say that.
0: So probably my most senseless injury, there have been a few. Uh, so on the back of my truck, I have a, a trailer hitch, right? Sticks out of the back of the bumper. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was doing. I was on a mission. I was walking very fast, and I was I probably had my head in my phone, if I'm guessing. Uh-huh. And I just smashed my shin right on that trailer hitch. I had to go get stitches oh. just because it was just right. It. Yeah. And I felt so silly. They're like, well, what'd you do? I don't want to talk about it. We just need to get this fixed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. But good question, Jordy. Good question. Keep them coming. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. I, like, I like them sort of questions. They're cool. Yeah. They make you think, right? And yeah. and, and talk about things you wouldn't normally talk about. Danny's got a question. I am a joiner. Or he just has a statement. I'm a joiner, and the price of timber has gone mad. Isn't That's that the weird.
1: truth? oh so crazy, absolutely crazy it can't sustain itself forever like that you would think anyway it
0: can't it it abs- it's not sustainable you know when f- so for us we don't use wood post any longer but a year and a half ago a uh, four by four by eight we pressure treated pine which is our uh, economy mm. which is a nice way of saying that uh board cost about seven dollars fifty cents uh today they're about fourteen dollars and twenty cents yeah. so not quite twice yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it's, it's crazy. It's pretty much the exact same over here it's, for price comparison. It's if you almost say pretty much most things have almost doubled, it's gone, yeah, and that just sounds crazy in itself. And and we're not even saying doubled from 10 years ago, we're saying doubled
0: from last year. Like yeah. it's mad. Well, and, and the crazy thing is too, it's that way for everything. Mm. So and like I was saying it, earlier, it's it's weird to see all these different parts of the world have the same thing at the same time. But it's also that it's each item we carry, yeah. Whether it's wood pickets or steel bolts or aluminum tie wires, whatever it is, you can just bet on that it's doubled in the last yeah. year, year yeah. and a half. It's it isn't sustainable. It can't be. Well, I, I think we just answered this one. Bricky says, "What's materials like like your way on lads?" Struggling, yeah, struggling.
1: Getting by, don't get me wrong, but sure, trying times. Yeah, trying and times, <laughs> trying yeah. times.
0: The the yeah. only silver lining here that I can find is that everyone's facing it, yeah. right? So it's not just us; it's us yeah. and those in our town that also do this. Oh, so right. The competitors so. are feeding it as well. Yeah, so. yeah. So it doesn't make it better, but it it that's the silver lining is that everyone's having to find a way to deal with it. Scott Smith has a quick question: Attaching a custom four-foot tall panel to the inside of four-by-four posts toe in screws, or use angle brackets or clips, or a combination of these. All right, attaching a custom four-foot tall panel, for an angle to the inside of four-by-four posts. Okay,
1: uh, so, what, so what I would do is have a a, um, a framed panel, and yeah. I've not got to worry about yeah can like that and i can just screw straight into the post myself yep. Yep. Um, I've, I've used some clips before and brackets um and i didn't get on with them myself not to say that they're not perfect and they work for everyone but the particular yep. clip that i was using did not work the way that i wanted it to work and it didn't save me no time so i just stick to frame panels when yep. i'm using timber
0: posts well so so, Scott, if, if you're here in the States, so, so when, we, when we build a panel in the States, we build them a little bit differently. We'll just have three two before cross runners, and then the pickets face nailed onto those. In that, in that scenario, probably the angle brackets, I would, if I was doing this, toe-in towing screws I'm not a fan of. Um, and, and there's people in my comments that like to talk about this. Uh, we reviewed a video a little while back of a guy that used a. Uh, it was a deck system called Camo, which basically, yeah. you know, the the screws go in at forty five degree angles through the board, and the argument is it holds better because it's at an angle and it's not head on. Uh, I'm I'm just not a fan of it. Uh, it it could be the best method in the world, Ooh. but if you're asking me, yeah, I don't. I would use brackets, but. I understand the argument against brackets is they're pretty unsightly. They just don't. They just don't look nice. It's a shiny yeah. metal piece against a natural-looking wood fence. Yeah, yeah so you're in a bit of a battle. jam.
1: I don't like them for that particular reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they might it, work perfect. You can sure. A down, yeah,
2: you? you put a button down your post, screw the button to the post, and then the panel to the button.
0: There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Another absolutely. method. We need uh we need to get on with full like building building panels the way you guys do the full frame panels because that's another that's another thing you guys do extremely right?
1: we do the like with the picket style you're doing we call it camp rail so we do do that okay. As well. um okay But because obviously the concrete is quite not nice, everyone likes the concrete look with the gravel boards um we probably do that more and then yeah. it just makes sense to have a panel already made and then it saves all that time. You just put the panel on, put the post in, and you're ready to go to the next one.
0: Well, that's the thing. So the pre-made panels make a, make sense on a lot of levels. One, consistency. Mm-hmm. Every panel is just like the next. You're not having to relearn how to make panels. But two, you can make those panels throughout the year. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't depend on the weather. Doesn't depend yeah. on anything. You know, you, if that's it's pouring cool. down rain, you can make those panels.
1: That's it. And with the right kit in the right gear we'll make a six by six panel win less than two minutes so we, we can make pan them out all the time <laughs> yeah
0: well so. yeah that machine we we talked a good deal about that machine last time but that machine is is amazing to watch work yeah it's 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 a great bit of
1: kit but even before that yeah. panel master, even just with a table a few say two be one battens with uh, markings on them and if you just got one nail gun, you can still make it in two minutes. It's true. Sure. It's just if you plan ahead with that a bit more, but obviously then it's a bit more backbreaking over time. yeah like I moaned about it so many times that so dad had to buy that panel master. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but it is it, it is good and in the video actually so in the video that we're we're gonna watch today answer answer the question about you know varying terrain, you know slope mm-hmm. yards. Because on one of those gravel boards, you had to dig in a little bit to get yeah. that gravel board level. Yeah, that yeah. that's usually the argument when we're talking about pre-built panels here in the states. That's usually the argument is that they're great for flat yards, uh, but for yards with slopes and terrain, they're really just not great because you have to stair step. Yeah, stair-step it's them. all about the
1: steps. If you can get your steps to be roughly even throughout the whole yep. drop of the garden, wicked. Yep it sometimes it just look a bit unsightly if you have to go say a two foot drop to a six inch drop to another one foot drop obviously it's all out of uniform but if you can sort of plan a little bit use a bit of your brain and realize how much you need to drop each time then they can look great or in the video that you're obviously about to have a look at as well this customer didn't want no drop so but their garden drop, so we had to customize and use extra gravel boards where needed to get that Super yep. plumb line, yeah. So uh, a longer post, like my dad says, obviously, because if yeah we're using an eight-foot post for a six-foot total fence, obviously, if it goes to seven-foot, we then go to a nine-foot post yep. or a 10-foot post and so on.
0: Well, and, and the nice thing is, since you guys manufacture them, you have access to the variety of sizes. Yeah. and the variety of lengths. And that's uh, that- where
1: the quality control comes again because we're not picking up a panel or a post from a different company. We already get to, We know that our quality is good, so we get to see that quality all the time. We haven't got to worry about rubbish panels or um bowed posts and stuff like that.
0: Well, and and it probably makes it a little bit nicer on your production side to have that feedback from the installation side, right? right? To say, hey guys, we've noticed on a few of these panels, yeah, you know, this or this, let's tighten it up, you know, something like that. It gives you a little bit better feedback, too, yeah, 100%. Yeah, because yeah, if I'm if, it's, if we're getting those
1: panels from someone else, we can't really do nothing about it. But uh, right. if, if a few sneak through in our production side, and I'll make those panels as well, then I know for a fact, right, I need to tighten up the game and make sure that they're coming out perfect again. That's right.
0: That's right. Do you guys, guys have well, – how do I want to say this? So we sell materials here. So you sell to other trades, as do we. Sometimes we catch um, – Sometimes people complain that we also install, right? So say, well, you know, I'm, I'm feeding my competition or something to that effect, or that it's not fair that we're competing with them on the installation side and selling the materials. My, my argument is would be the other side of that, that since we install, it gives us better insight on the materials we provide. Right. Would do you guys, do you guys have those conversations about, you know, that, that, on the retail side versus the installation side? No, I don't don't think anyone's ever not since I've been there. I don't think
1: I've ever heard anyone moan that we install and supply. I think if anything, people would probably moan that we don't install enough. Like we can't Mm. do this. We, they want us to do this, but we can't do this. Um, Yeah. More than anything. um, I've never heard that myself. Dad might have, he's been doing it for a lot longer than me. We've passed jobs
2: onto him as well. So if we can't do it, We recommend people use our stuff. Yeah. We see they're good installers. We'll recommend them to our customers. If we can't do it, and then we provide a name or a company, which they can, and we can rely on that. So we we all work together.
1: Yeah.
0: That makes sense. You know, and and we'll do the same. You know, we'll tell the customer, say, you know, this isn't a project that, that we can take on at this point. But we know that these guys, they do quality work and they buy their materials from here. So you would be still getting the same material, but just a different contractor installing it. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. And it makes sense to our customers, too. Yeah, they appreciate that, of course. Yeah. Harvey Long says, Hi, everyone.
1: What's up, Harvey?
0: Hello, Harvey. Oh, no. Danny, if you give stuff away, it says the ducks have robbed it. Danny, I'm telling you, if you give this away, I'm going to yeah. be upset. Mark Davison. Hi, guys. How you all doing? And congrats on Stevie on passing his HTV test. Thank you very much, Mark. That means a lot. Thank you. Now, Harvey follows it up with a well done, Stevie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Daniel also says well done, Stevie, from Red Rose Builders. Oh, man. I'm going to give this one a try, guys. <laughs> Wolverhampton. Bag on. Bag on sounds, the money. That
1: sounds good to me. All you right.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Very good. Very good. Ben Cresswell says, congratulations on pay- passing your HTV." Honestly, well, thank you to
1: everyone that's saying it. It does mean a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so, Stevie, what's that mean? I mean, obviously, it means you get to drive the grab. Hmm. But does that change things? David, does that change things like in your organization that, that Stevie now has his license?
2: Massively, it it releases me. Yeah, it, it, it's now nah, instead of me turning a grab down because I, I can't physically do it, Stevie can take the reins now and he can do it, which in turn means I can concentrate on other aspects of the business.
0: Yeah,
2: and con- yeah. and stop on jobs longer. Man, uh, self-manage lads and and help everyone else. So yeah, it's it's a massive relief, you know what I mean? It, it I was the only one that could drive it. Now there's two of us, so it shares the burden.
0: It's yeah. not the really burden, is it? It's, it just no, shares, shares, the shares the workload. Yeah, that's right, that, and that's what I was going to say. It takes a bit of weight off your shoulders. Yeah, you yeah, not, not okay. that that's negative. That weight's not a negative thing. It just it helps to share that load. Yeah, and on um, obviously
1: with that, obviously because it can, it's a full time job in itself but there's not always enough hours in the yeah. day. So obviously with yeah. those wagons, you can't drive too many hours in a day. So if that's yeah. done his driving hours for the day, but it's still one more grab, I can jump on that grab and get that grab done sure. because it's a different driver. Um, but obviously... For all of the listeners and the and the uh, the people out there, subscribers, don't worry though, because I'll still be doing a few fences and that. So uh, <laughs> I like I'm a big fan of fencing as well. So that ain't getting me on that grab all the time. I like. It.
0: Yeah, it seems like you guys. It seems like you guys are still, you know, kind of taking on a variety of projects, right? Or at least in the videos, you know, you went, you had the the paver, the nice arbor. Yeah, I mean, still some fence videos, a little bit of everything, really. That's that's it. So obviously, we do fences, as you know.
1: That's like bread and butter for us. But then my dad does do a few hard landscaping jobs throughout the year. He sort of advertises it at the beginning of the year, they all get booked up straight away. So and I know everyone's ringing the office right now, asking for landscaping (laughs) and all this, but we don't do as many no more. Um, so I will say they are fully booked up, unfortunately. Can't can't do everyone's. We'd love to, of course we would, yeah, but um, but so, obviously, now we're doing YouTube as well. It just makes sense yeah. to film everything um, and sort of flip, flip between the week. Um, some people want to see fences. Some people like the grabs. Some people like the landscaping. And, obviously, we film all week. So, it just makes sense to put them all in together, make sure that the video flows, and then everyone can see a bit of what they like as well.
0: Absolutely. I tell you what. So, the Yellowstone you guys used, gosh, that's been a few weeks ago. That stone was so nice. Is that is that common? Are the slabs? there's the yellow slabs? No. Or the? Yeah. Do you mean the
2: actual decorative stone, or do you mean the slabs?
0: Uh, sl- probably slabs. So it was the one where they were having uh, water issues up close to the house. Yeah, it means the oh, slabs. Okay. Isn't it? <laughs> They're to, not our favorite. To be fair, oh, Joe,
2: okay. not, not. it's um, <laughs> economy. That, that, that's usual. It's uh, economy uh, slab. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, I got you. I got
2: you. They, they look. They, they make a nice area. They do make a nice yeah, area. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Obviously, it all goes on as well. The installation. If if they're installed terrible, then they look terrible. Yeah. If they're yeah. if they're installed right to the right levels with the right eco drain and everything like that, then they can look nice. But yeah. they're not. I've I've not used them often, but my dad says they're not very nice to use because they they break too easy as yeah. well. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. It, and that gets back oh, to no, the economy. Of course, water that's narvelator. <laughs> no. yeah.
0: Well, I'm learning a little I'm learning a good bit about hardscapes too. About the uh, oh. the how you properly lay the slab or, or not this uh, yeah. what do you call the underlayment? The the, s- the cement and stuff. Yeah. 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 The proper you don't do the castle. Like I yeah. understand yeah. that. <laughs> you gotta do it nice. I'm learning things. I'll probably never use it, but one day, if I'm somewhere, that's I'll look good. at it and go, oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's Castle, and that just won't do. <laughs> Dot and Dab. Dot and Dab's the overworld. Dab and Dab, that's right. Yep. That, that one won't do either. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. B&P <laughs> Paving Nottingham says, what's it like being the second best looking landscapers in Nottingham? <laughs> Uh-oh. I'll Uh-oh. take that. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we, we, we work together. We work together, so... Nick at BP paving does the paving and we do the fencing for him.
3: <laughs> so oh, yeah. perfect.
2: Yeah. So yeah. He, he chucks work our way. So,
0: so yeah. that's a conversation <laughs> we have a lot with various guests. Is the fact that you know, I really think we need to get away from, from this thought that competitors aren't meant to be friendly, mm. right? That we can all help each other out. You know, if if I have a need for something, I would I would like to have resources here near me yeah, that yeah. that can take care of that, and Absolutely. vice versa. Yeah, and like like we said from the beginning,
1: anyway, um, our only competition is ourselves. We're yeah. not bothered about what anyone else is doing. There's right. loads and loads and loads of money out there for everyone to be happy, yeah. make a nice living, and we're only bothered about what we're doing. Hundred percent. That's always the truth with that. Yeah. Um, we're we're our own competition. But the likes of BMP Paving, we're sort with, we're, we're, we're not even nowhere near competitors. They do their own thing, all driveways and that, make a lovely job. But when they need a fence, they give us a call.
0: Very good, very good. It's good, like I said, it's good to have resources like that. Mm-hmm. All right, Harvey says Class One is next.
1: Yeah, that's that's so they're the artists. Yeah. We're, the are all
0: family, aren't we? From YouTube, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kenny Dugan. Greetings from Texas. Welcome, Kenny. So, so Kenny's got a, got the channel called Stain Man, but so Kenny does a lot. Or, well, primarily, so fence cleaning, restaining, restoration, yeah. that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, if yeah. you want to talk about chemical composition of anything, you just talk to Kenny because he's got this figured out i don't know if he's like technically like a uh a chemist like a doctor <laughs> chemist uh but he probably should be you probably should be
3: <laughs>
0: welcome kenny i appreciate you joining us i appreciate some folks from the states piping in there's plenty of people from the uk <laughs> Harry- oh man this name i'm not gonna try that name what do you guys I- think harry's last name is i think that's um
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that is an official name. Like no.
0: Yeah, who knows? Oh.
1: but uh, you ain't got to wait long. Twelve, not that- tomorrow.
0: Harry, 12. it's not long. Yeah, about a day. About a day. I've
1: actually got. Well, I say twelve. Got tomorrow. I've got to actually upload it. I ain't even uploaded it yet. So I've <laughs> got to
0: sort that out after this. All right. All right, guys. We cannot take this video long. We need to get this video <laughs> off on time to. So we can get yeah. tomorrow's video. We've got priorities here. I thought it was
1: already done. I was about to say yeah, it's we've, already done. You know, but, uh, we've edited it. We're not yeah, everything's edited. Yeah, everything's it, done. but... Well,
0: still, I want to see tomorrow's video, so <laughs> I will make sure this is on time. On the England,
1: there's an England football match happening at eight o'clock tonight. So I'm, I don't know where I'm going to find time for the.
0: Oh. That's only in an hour, right? Uh, Look, uh, three, five, hours. three hours. Three hours. Three hours. Okay. We're all good. We're all good. Yeah, We're, don't good. Worry. We're all good. good. <laughs> Sean King says, What's up, guys? From Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. So Sean's over in Hawaii. Uh, they're building some fence. He's yeah. working with a company over there that builds fence. Uh, yeah. And they're building a bunch of vinyl fence, PVC. Oh, all cool. right. Listen, vinyl guys, do not come at me for saying it's PVC. I get it, but I'm trying to. Yeah vinyl vinyl installers get very particular about what you call their particular material. I get it. Rick Laban and Stephen Ox says fuel is getting ridiculous, very gradually over in the UK too. We we talked about that last video.
1: I think uh, so. Yeah, a high now at the minute. Yeah. I think there was well, something in the paper today saying it's a a, a high the biggest high in 18 months or something about the fuel. And right. um, so it's gone up. All-
0: definitely so i noticed yesterday i had to get some diesel in the truck uh, in my truck and it jumped so usually so our price obviously in gallons is 2.99 typically 2.99 2.89 2.99 it was 3.25 yesterday mm. so it jumped jumped to 25 cents a gallon so you know uh, yeah uh, almost a dollar a liter yeah. yeah i don't think we've had uh,
3: uh, no I've i would, that. don't
1: definitely don't jump like that for us it might it's a pence two pence but it, it keeps creeping up yeah Just it's not one big jump. It just keeps just going up and
0: up and up and up. Yeah, they hope you don't notice. Yeah, Say a little bit at a time. Yeah, until one day you f- you full up and you say, "It was how much?" Yeah, <laughs> that is not right. Craig, your says everyone hit the like button. Yeah, thanks for, for that. Good on you, Craig. Good on you. Appreciate it for sure. I uh, see. Oh, well, okay. Sean King says again. What's up, guys? All right, all right. Scott says, thanks for the tips. You're welcome, Scott. No worries. Concrete posts and gravel boards have been a staple since the 80s in the UK. Yeah, mm. yeah, this, this yeah. Is, there's a lot of fences up for uh, that you
1: see there. You can tell they're old, but they've yeah. got the concrete. They've got concrete gravel boards. So it's been around for a long time.
0: Well, yeah. and that's that's the beauty of this system, right? Is that so the wood will eventually need replacing. But if done correctly, the post and the gravel board should be fine. Yeah. So it's simply sliding out the pre-built panel and sliding in the new and moving on. Yeah, actually, you guys have a video on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple, yeah. <laughs> for, for just such a thing, check out D&J Projects. Dan says we stick build. I can't imagine having... It- Having to set my post exact every time to accommodate a pre-built panel, especially with the roots and une- uneven ground we have in yeah. Southeast Louisiana. The king I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's how do you guys handle that? So, you know, the post has to go where the post goes, right? To to accommodate the the six foot panel. So what happens when there's, when there's a uh, you know, a load of roots and some thick rock that you hit about a foot down? What, ha- what then?
2: You battle like mad. Yeah, you get it. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. We, we said it once and we'll say it again. We don't fail here at D&J. We get through. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but if, if we're being real, yeah. we can make a panel to any size needed. So if we have to move six inches to, to not hit something – we can do that, or we can plan ahead. If, if we know we're running down the side of a garden and there is a massive oak tree in the way, we're sort of going to try and plan for that the best we can. Yeah. So if we're hitting a load of roots, we're sort of, we already know why we're going to hit those roots. So we're trying to accommodate for it. If we're, if we're replacing a fence, we can also start with a seven-foot panel to miss every concrete post. So yeah. we don't hit the old concrete. We can saw it off at the ground, not worry about it, get them out if we can. There's always sort of a way, but again, referring back to having the right tools at the right time, there's always a way to get through. Yeah.
0: One thing I've noticed, you guys you guys carry the the uh jackhammer. It seems like on just about every project you guys have it available. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you get too cocky.
1: And you don't take it for one. <laughs> you only really see two holes and you think you can do it. And you wish when you're spinning off an hour trying to dig the thing out by hand, that's when you wish you brought it to that job. So yeah. if you put it, take it. That's the best thing. It's better yeah. to have it and not need
0: it than to need it and not have it. Bingo. Yeah, we, we talk about that here a lot is that even if you think you don't need the tool, I would rather it be on the truck than be in our tool crib. Yeah. Because like you can't use it in the tool crib. That's it. I've done that twice now, an and
1: trust me, I regret every, I, I regret them both. I will not be doing that a third time. No, it, it takes a
0: couple minutes to load and a couple minutes to unload. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Richard Rushton says, Afternoon, Stevie and Dave. Recently subscribed to your channel. Love the content and is inspiring me along the way to do stuff in my property.
1: No, that's wicked. That's, that's what a, we want. That's what we want. That is exactly what we want. Um, we'll help as as much or as little as we can like we can't always help yeah we, we, we don't know what you're doing in the property either um, but we'll always try and help we're like we say we're here to help as much as we can
0: i i think that guys i think that's a pretty common thing right for guys that are that have youtube channels i think that's why we do it right <laughs> it, most everyone i talk to that's why you do it is to for comments just like this to know that you had an impact and you helped somebody along the way that's it, that's the it?
1: motivation we always say as well, we're very active on Instagram. So if you have questions, if you're not going to, if we can't get to you on YouTube, h- ask on Instagram, because it comes straight through to our phones. And if I yeah. can't answer, my dad will. There'll always be someone to answer on
0: that sort of platform. Yeah, very good. Very good. Scott Smith sent a $3 super sticker. Scott, thank you. Much appreciated. I appreciate that a lot. That, that might be our first super sticker. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> now, would you guys say like big ups? Is that the con- That's the that's Yeah, one? yeah. Big ups. <laughs> big ups. Going. All right. All right. Daniel Singh. I-, I hope I didn't butcher that, Daniel. Thanks for reading out my comment. Will you get a new wagon? That's a good question. I, th- I think, yeah, it's going to be
2: in the foreseeable future. But yeah. at the minute, I think you're just going to get to grips with this one, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, it. Is it are, are wagons hard to come by right now? Uh, <laughs>
2: I have been looking actually. <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah. looking at a bigger one. Um you, you can always get
0: one. You can always you can get work. one, but I'm I'm holding out for the right spec. You're right. Yeah. So the reason I asked, so right now we need to add a couple at least one truck to our fleet. We're trying to grow, and the problem is so. The trucks we use are pretty particular—four-door cabin chassis, so we can put a flatbed on them. Uh, I looked, so we prefer Ram trucks just so that the fleet matches. There is one within a ninety-mile radius of us right now. There's one, and you better believe that it is priced accordingly. Yeah, yeah. It. So this same truck we bought two years—we bought one two years ago, and the truck was forty-five to forty-seven thousand dollars. That same truck right now, because there's one of them, $63,000. Yeah. Same truck.
2: It's... Yeah. Supplying yeah. the, the tree and a yeah. rich. Yeah.
1: yeah. We've got the same here. If you want a transit tipper, we call them, Yeah, then, then you have to pay the price. That yeah, they, they're they've actually, gone up. They're, they are not cheap, but they're so they're so good for the tipping aspect. If you want just a normal van that doesn't tip, you can get one of them. But if you want the tipper version of that van... You, you gotta pay for it. You'll pay
0: for it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So I think we talked about this last time about the, the wagon, about what we're gonna call this new wagon. Because <laughs> we got big red. We big gotta red, think about red. something to call the new one. Yeah.
2: Someone said mighty red. Then there's mighty there? There red. Mighty yeah, red.
0: that's it. I was just, I was big, trying big to red. think of that.
1: Bigger yeah, bigger red. <laughs> Bigger. <I think> <laughs> it will be red as well. If it doesn't come red, I think it will be sprayed red. Yeah, absolutely. It turns out like a sore thumb from a mile away.
0: Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of that. Obviously, like I like color branding because yeah. here's the thing. So you so you buy you buy a white car. All of a sudden, all you see is white cars because yeah. you're looking for it, right? You say, "Oh my goodness!" Now all the cars are white. Well, they were always white, but now you're looking for it. If it sticks out, you see it. Yeah, you know, all of our vehicles are orange, bright orange. Actually, so we've got one done. We've got one in the shop right now. Orange chrome.
2: Orange chrome. I went on your Facebook that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man. That thing it gets all the comments. Yeah, I can believe. <laughs> yeah, it's now some of them are not are, are not happy about it because it, it reflects light, obviously. So sometimes it might shine across somebody's eyes yeah. and then they get mad about it and they send us an email.
1: <laughs> My point is oh, they're talking about you.
0: you. Yeah you knew who you knew whose truck it was. Yeah. You knew who to email about that truck. Uh. <laughs> Tom says shout out page landscapes. Okay. Big shout, Big shout out page landscapes very good very
2: good
0: I agree with this Doug says love your videos dad and son from North Carolina. You guys make a great team Oh, Thank you. Cheers, Doug. Appreciate Absolutely. All the way from over North Carolina. It's, just, it
1: has, it's crazy to us that people are like, from I that far away are watching, just me and my dad from Nottingham in England. It's, actually, it's crazy. But it, yeah, it's I agree.
0: Cool. Well, but, it's like yeah. 10 years ago, this would have never happened. Yeah. Right? I would have never met you guys. I would have never found your content. I would have been stuck in you know in my little area here in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. It is so, guys. If you haven't, if you if you guys are watching and you haven't watched DNJ's videos, their page is linked in the description below. If you're watching this on YouTube, highly recommend it. Not right now, give it a little bit. But (laughs) once we're done talking here, you go over there. And I'm gonna give you guys an example here in a little bit of their videos. It's very well done. Very well done. Jamal says, Shout out Nottingham. That's it. We love Nottingham. Jason says, Tell the boys it's coming home. (laughs) It's coming home. We'll be
3: watching,
1: mate. 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. UK time. We will be watching. Do you not worry?
0: Vince King says, Hello. Hello from across the pond in southern Louisiana. Vince on, fellas. Vince on, fellas. There you go. I
1: like that. Vince on, fellas.
0: I I do too. Dan's good at coming up with these. Dan's good at coming up with these for sure. Sean's saying hello again all the way from Hawaii. It's early. It's so early he said this like two or three times. Hello, Sean. Hello. <laughs> nah, it's yeah, it's, what time is it? It's it's very early in the morning. It's nah, right. 6 or 7 a.m. Something like that. It's very early in the morning. Ooh. Robert says when's the new equipment coming to the yard? Can't wait to see it. Rob from Tate Fencing. You can answer this one. Don't I? It,
2: I've rang him again. It's coming the end of this month. But I've still got to have it specced up as well. So it's definitely going to be later, later, probably 28th or something like that at yeah. the end of this month.
1: We, we are so ready. Yeah. yeah. The JCB man had to come out again this week and it ain't cheap. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm sure my dad cannot
0: wait to get that uh, blue machine. Yeah. yeah, The answer is as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've got. Uh, what do you call? Uh, I apologize, guys. I'm not. I'm a fence guy. I'm not a YouTube guy, but you can do a, a highlighted comment. And so we've got a highlighted comment from Salty Racer. He tell me if you sell the gravel boards and fence panels in the U.S. anywhere. We we get this a lot. So, I've
1: mean, yeah. been get a lot of Americans asking us, saying, "Do you know anyone that supplies the, the materials wanted. that we see? not necessarily from us, but that sort yeah. of style material and." obviously we don't we haven't we didn't even know that the americans didn't even use that style so um, honestly if we could help we really really would like it it'd cost us an absolute fortune to send you some as well so uh, <laughs> we oh, yeah <laughs>
0: yeah it would it would be two or three times the cost of the materials just to ship it i bet but you you would have, uh, you would have quite a nice fence though have- <laughs> <laughs> a proper built fence yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh all right, so um, this uh, this kind of reinforces niche, to me that Joe, this is your niche. You need yeah, to, we need to figure this out. Yeah, we need to figure this, this out. out. So we're what well, we get a lot of call for. It. So we use a steel post, and we get a lot of call for it. People want us to ship them, and the problem is they're eight foot long, and anything over eight foot, there's a significant charge to ship yeah. these. You have to ship them freight instead of standard. Um, so we could figure it out, but even if we made them here, so we're in southwest Missouri, even if we made them here, we probably wouldn't ship them. I mean, Well, the weight alone would be yeah. incredibly expensive. But, no, so Salty Racer, I apologize. I'm not sure where you get them in the U.S., um, but, okay, follow-up.
2: I don't to.
0: <laughs> Salty Racer's wanting to invest, making them here in Florida so let's do this salty Razor. why don't you email me uh, because we need to figure i need to figure out so concrete machine right the the pre-mixing machine but also the forms are are the big it's the big yeah the, the forms
1: and the molds are, are the key to all of this yeah you can make concrete
2: you can make concrete batch concrete and a small mixer yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the form work. It's the form work. So obviously it's the, the mold itself you need. And right. then you pull up your way.
1: That's it.
2: It's so easy.
1: But my, like my, my dad and mum didn't, didn't start with that. It looks good with that big volumetric mixer now. But yeah, it, you could do it with uh, just a bog standard mixer that would take mm-hmm. one bag of cement sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's all you need. But it's the mold.
0: It's yeah. the mold making that cast. Yeah, the mold's are key. For sure, yeah, keeps everything. Sure. So salty. Why don't you email me and we'll kind of put our efforts together here because try to research who sells those molds here in the states. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure someone does, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're out there. It's just a matter of getting them here in the states. Uh, let's combine our efforts and try to get that figured out. Absolutely. Let me catch up. So that's a good example, I guess. So if you do a highlighted comment, it pops up on my screen, and then we answer that one, and then we go back to the other comments. So if you want your comment to be seen first, maybe you do that. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, we are we just answered that. Thomas asks, lads, are you forest fans? <laughs>
2: uh, I'm not really a, a football fan, but if I was gonna support a team, yeah, it would be forest. Steve is a bit plastic.
1: <laughs> I know I'm gonna get some hate for this. But- uh oh. See, I like Forest. I like the new Forest football kit as all well that they've just released. But I'm, I actually support Manchester United. Um, but from the beginning, I've not changed ever since. though. Right? I'm having a bit of a dry spell at the minute. So, but it has been. I'm going to
0: get some hate for this. I know. <laughs> you can count on it. You can count uh, on that. Oh yeah, I'll get some. hate He gets
1: for hate from me anyway. So I'll say past
0: the all day long. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of Manchester, Gail says we need a DJ up in Manchester. Uh, being a woman, it's hard to find a company that won't rip you off. Mm. Yeah, uh, honestly, we always
1: say honestly if we could help, yeah, of we course would. we would. Uh, yeah. And uh, w- yeah, we do recommend companies, but only in our surrounding areas. And yeah, do
0: you guys have uh, do you guys yeah. have industry organizations for fencing?
2: I don't think we do. No, I don't think we do. Gotcha. That's no. usually
0: so. I'll get this question. You know, so I'm in the middle of the United States, and I'll get questions from people from different parts of the United States saying, "Hey, who do you recommend here or there?" And I don't know anyone there, no. right? Yeah, you know, no. in New York. I I know no one in New York, but and so typically that's what I'll do is I'll refer them to our industry organization for the states, the American Fence yeah. Association. Um, yeah, that's a hard thing if if you don't have that to kind of lean back on. No, nothing like that really. No. Like just one big team that's all over the place doing it sort of thing
1: we, we never yeah. have don't really have any flower maybe that's that's for us to start something like that
0: <laughs> it, really so the training i went to up in nebraska was a, a american fence association training it was a on the road fence installation school and you know it it was it was a really good experience and this one was talking about chain link fence the the chain link fence side of things, uh, and not that I haven't installed chain link fence, right? I've installed. That's that's predominantly what I installed as a kid, uh, but it's always good to brush up, yeah. you know, and and meet different people from different areas of the United States that have different tips and tricks. But so, in, in all your guys' spare time, you should probably look into that. That's it, yeah. All that <laughs> time. <point. laughs> Stephen Higginson says D and J are nothing but amazing. A plus service and attitude towards customers. Stephen from oh, no. Hucknall. Oh yeah, yeah. good. Oh, okay. getting, getting better, getting better. Thank you. Yeah, no,
1: I, that's a nice comment. We appreciate that, and obviously well, I know we pride ourselves on that. But um, no, thank you for that. Appreciate that.
0: It's, it's good to see that reinforcement sometimes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, of uh, course.
1: It, it's, it's, it's always nice to hear something
0: nice, ain't it? So it, it is. Uh, well, because. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's the greasy or greasy, yeah. the squeaky wheel that you hear. Yeah, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease and all that. But sometimes that's all you hear. You know, so yeah, yeah. it's it's good to hear, good to hear good comments. Yeah.
1: No, he's nice. He's 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 close to us as well, so that's always a bonus.
0: Absolutely. So this is interesting. QA Library says, not sure if everyone knows that U.S. gallons are smaller than U.K. imperial gallons. liters versus 4.54609 liters. I did not know that.
1: We're we're all liters over here, so uh, we don't know nothing about from the gallons and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the the conversion. So, interesting. So it's 3.78541. I'd always heard 3.9. So that's all. I'm obviously wrong on that. Um, Gallons to the... Okay, well, so our, our gasoline conversation the other day probably wasn't accurate when we were trying to convert what it would be dollars to the yeah. to the yeah. here. Good to know. Jamal says, are you guys from Nottingham or have you moved into Nottingham?
2: No, we have always been Nottingham, yeah. always.
1: Always, yeah.
0: Both grew up
1: in Nottingham and then mom and dad started the business in Nottingham.
2: Yeah, so Nottingham all the way.
0: Very good. Uh, Brick laying with Steve and Alex. Our local hire shop does a post puller. Looks mint. Post puller is that
1: more getting posts out of the ground? Yeah, we've got a grab. Yeah. <laughs> <to> grab <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so actually, this is we 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 videoed this vi- We shot this video this week uh, on how we pull posts. Right? It's a it's a question we get a lot. So the thing about the grab though, is so say you're in, what was it last week's video that was barely wide enough to yeah. get the, the powered barrow through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What in that scenario? Like, how do you, how do you guys, how do you guys get those uh, posts out of the ground in that kind of scenario where the grab can't get to it?
1: A lot of hard work. No lie. Obviously hard work, hard, hard manual labor, mm-hmm. having the right tools. Again, it means so much trying to, it, there's no point trying to break something with a toffee hammer. You may as well have the right tool. Um, but we also have something else. It's called a farm jack. Um, okay. Yeah. We've not actually shown that on any video yet. So maybe that's one for the future. Um, and it's, it's like a ratchet sort of thing, yeah. is it? It ratchets it, the post, and it just... Every click pulls the post higher and higher and higher. It's yep. got to have the right connection on it so it doesn't slip up the post. But maybe that's a video that will show... Um, in the future, probably soon as well. Yeah. Uh, hard to get them out, but again, going back to it, just just a bit of hard manual labor. You you'll always get it out. You just take a little bit of effort.
0: Yep, absolutely. So that yeah, and, and that's that's the that's the basic answer that applies everywhere, right? Like you can get a post out of the ground. How much labor is it? yeah Usually yeah. a lot. Yeah. Usually a lot. Now, one thing that I haven't seen in your guys' videos. So I don't know if they're common in the UK, but we call them mini mini skids. Um, I'm not sure even how to explain this. So you got uh, Caterpillar skid steers. Is is that a piece of equipment there? Yeah, you're, t- yeah, you're talking
2: about the smaller one.
0: Yeah, the walk yeah, behind. I've seen them where, where you, you walk behind it, don't
2: you? And you mm. put different attachments on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not very common over here. Okay. I, I've seen them like a Kangool or Kangul or... Well, they, you're quite popular over where you are, aren't they?
0: Yeah, everyone has them. Yeah, they, they make predominantly is for digging. So yeah. they'll make an auger attachment that will just, you know, it in the right soil will will really get through it. Um, when we're pulling a post, typically we'll have forks, and so we'll put the fork attachments on, put a chain, pull it up, and then yeah. because then the machine also then just walks it to the truck, mm-hmm. um, makes it a good bit easier, you know. But so we showed that we showed uh, there's a dolly, a two wheel dolly that we bought at a trade show. Actually, just been probably three or four years ago. Um, that has that has a farm jack on it. Uh, well, a lot of so here we call it either a farm jack or a high lift jack. Yeah. I learned that one in the comments in one of my videos. Uh, but so it's but it's on a dolly, so it's in the middle of the dolly. So when when you get this post out of the ground, it's already on the two wheel dolly. So then yeah. you just dolly it up over to the trailer. Pretty smart-looking thing. Right. Oh, Thomas wants to know, score predictions for tonight's game?
1: 100% 2-0. We are not losing this game. Getting- <laughs> <laughs> we beat the big guns last time. We'll, we'll win this game yeah. 100%. There's no way we're losing this game. 100%.
0: You heard it here first. Earlier, first, and this is not gambling advice here in the states, like that's a thing. This is not gambling advice, yeah, you know. Promote not, gambling,
2: yeah. no, I'm not promoting it.
0: This is only for uh, entertainment purposes, yes. <laughs> Stevie and David. As I'm from the UK, this question is more aimed at yourselves. Do you have any tips for post and rail fencing covered with feather edge?
1: So, uh, camp rail fencing, would you say camp rail? Yeah, well, there's lots of tips, tips for what's but, um. <laughs> Simple ones make sure your posts a level. Don't put your posts too far apart. If you can have a rail that's 4.8 meters long, have a post in the middle as well. Don't just use one rail for the full distance. Uh, space it out, just make sure that it feels strong and go deep enough for your posts. So, uh, giving tips for something like that, you've not seen the job, you know nothing about it. Yeah, it's quite hard. Just common sense says make sure your spaces just, are nice.
2: Yeah, you can make a spacer for that style of fencing as well mm. I, I i make a spacer so I, pro- I probably should show that in a video yeah next time we do when i will show the it videos it's, it's a simple little trick you can make a space and it'll save you no end of time
1: yeah that's to get your feather edge the same distance every single time because yeah. obviously rather than guessing it by eye that makes a uh, a nice spacer just to so you whip that on the end of the feather edge next feather edge goes in and it you just keep on repeating it's a it's a good tip. But definitely, it's a it's a video in the future that one. There
0: you go. That that's a great thing about these Q and As is, is you go back and you watch them again and you you write down all the that's ideas it. for videos. Yeah. It's content. Yeah, it, is it well, and it's the best content, right? Because it's content that people are requesting that people yeah. want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So let's talk about real quick post spacing. So it, it seems that a common post spacing for you guys is six foot.
1: Yeah. Six foot on concrete. Yeah. Six yeah. foot on concrete. A little bit wider when we're using the camp rail timber.
0: Okay. And and that's where I was going with that. Is typically it's more of an it's an eight-foot spacing on yeah. on our end, you know, and what yeah, you'd call camp can't. rail. we do it eight foot or less, depending on layout. Yeah, we go around
1: about eight foot because the four point eight meters is roughly around towards that sixteen-foot mark. So we know yeah. we can go in, in the middle between the two posts at an even size as well. So it
0: all works out. And then do you offset your joints, so f- from top to middle to bottom rail?
1: Sometimes, but at the same time, not not always either. Yeah. So um, just make everything nice and uniform. It also depends which way the feather edge is going to be faced against. It depends who's going to see yeah. what. If it's going in – if they're going to see it in their garden, we want it to not look nice and smart and uniform, but if it's just going to be up against a shrubbery that no one will ever see – doesn't matter as much. Um,
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. I don't know what this means. Comrade. Comrade. Oh, no. This is, I think this is when we're talking about names for the truck. For the, for a new red grab. (laughs) Comrade. Ah, Comrade. (laughs) Kenny Dugan says, Big Red or Clifford? So we've got big red, but we're not bigger red. Yeah, maybe bigger that, red. We'll see. I, I still like that mighty red. Mighty yeah, that's yeah. got a nice ring to it. Ah, uh, Tom Fortune says D check out Page Landscapes on Instagram. We would love your feedback. Page Landscapes.
1: We will. We'll do indeed. We will. Uh,
0: let's see. Joe Swartz says, uh, Stevie, could you please lower the music in the videos for us headphone users? Yeah. I've watched all your videos and like every one of them. I will do my absolute best,
1: (laughs) but I will say this. There's the only people that ever moan about the music are people using headphones. (laughs) It's always the same. I'm not just saying that from me either. There's some big million, million subscriber YouTube channels that keep saying the same thing as well. That the headphone users are going to be moaning about the music. So I will try my best. We appreciate you watching and liking every single video, honestly. We really do. But I, w- I will try my best. That's all I can really say. Because I don't, I can't hear it through your headphones. So I have no idea. If we turn it down anymore, yeah. we can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will try my best, Joe, yeah. honestly. Yeah. There you go.
0: Jacob Harvey says it's all about branding. Got to get your name out there. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, okay. So now it's a sports question for me. Joe, are you a Chiefs fan? Yes, I am. Cut and dry. Yes, is the answer. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, all right. So so tomorrow's our Independence Day, and so we we fire oh, off all the fireworks. Right, Fourth, yeah.
1: You're yeah, out. yeah. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah. So we had <laughs> there was a firework last night that that we shot off that was called what was it called? chiefs kingdom which is what they call the fan base for the chiefs uh but it was called uh what was it called raider killer or something like that so raiders are like a big you know a a big deal so i thought that was interesting but the funny thing is when you shot it off it was kind of a normal firework yeah it wasn't (laughs) so chiefs chiefs colors are red like that's it it's just red uh but there wasn't, like, an overwhelming amount of red. I expected a lot of red in the firework. So, which made me wonder, do they sell the same thing in Pittsburgh for the Steelers and they call it the Chiefs killer? Mm. I'm thinking probably yes. <laughs> T. Norton, D&J, when will you be uploading next?
1: The The schedule is always the same without fail most of the time. You never Because you never know. But... It is 12 PM, so midday on Sundays and Wednesdays. We will try and stick to those times yeah. every single time. Unless YouTube is doing its thing and it just not doesn't want to upload. I can't really do it about that, but it's 12 on Sundays and Wednesdays.
0: Yeah, that's so frustrating, right? When your upload gets almost all the way done, and yeah. then you know, it'll say it'll give you an error and go all the way back. Yeah. yeah. It it just spent half an hour uploading this thing, 45 minutes to upload this, and I started over again. Uh, Jamal says, on the videos, I can tell where your yard is because the mm, – knots ends well? Knots as well, yeah. Said a knots as well. Wow. Yeah. So that.
1: Um, Stevie,
0: did you go to Blue Coat School?
1: I didn't go to Blue Coat School. I went to Gedlin Comprehensive School. Um
0: but I know where Bluecoats Corn is. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Consuric distributor says, great info, guys, all the way from Philly, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Very good. I bet Philadelphia is going to have an incredible Independence Day celebration. They typically do. Thomas King says, lads, when's, when's the merch out? Are you Nottingham Forest fans? We've answered the Forest fans. When's the merch coming out?
2: We're working on it. We literally are working on it. It's
1: we we, we want it to be right. We've got yeah. someone we've we've got someone that's doing stuff for us. Um and we've sent him ideas of a certain look, say. Yeah. Um in certain different areas, uh so we're just waiting for a reply back as of yet so and as soon as we know, we'll let everyone know. Like, There's nothing to hide or anything like that. And obviously, we would like it out uh, as well. Um, it's just the same with everything. When it comes to our jobs, we don't want to rush everything. We want we want everything we do to be perfect. Same as the YouTube videos. They take yeah. a day and a year and everything to edit them, but we want them to be perfect. So yeah. that's why yeah. it's taking a little bit
0: longer than we thought it would. It's a process, right? It just doesn't – you just don't come up with it tomorrow. That's it. That's- I am also patiently waiting for D merch, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Divine Fence says hello from Massachusetts and happy Fourth. Happy Fourth to you. We use a stand and a chain that pulls quick and easy with leverage and the two wheel Oz puller on cemented posts. Okay, so the leverage, the leverage, the leverage with the chain makes sense. I'd be interested to hear more about what the Oz puller is. Um two-wheel Oz puller because it sounds similar to what so the one we used, it was eco, it was called like an eco-puller or something like that. Uh, but when I went to look it up, so we we shot the video, and then I was gonna put a link to it in the description because without without fail, if I post a video about something, everyone wants to know where to get it. Yeah. So and they'll email all right, they'll email my company asking where to get it. Well, my company doesn't know where to get it. They don't, you know, the email fills up pretty quick. So for that reason, we now have a a YouTube email. Yeah. So it, uh, but anyway, but it was called EcoPolar. But when I went to go look it up, it wasn't there. And it it went to a a site that was in Chinese. So they're not around anymore. So maybe it's the same thing. OzPolar. We'll have to look it up. All right. This is a question that I have no. Connor wants to know what are your thoughts on Changi? Changi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Changi. Yeah, I like Changi. I like.
1: We started watching his two brothers first. So this is a YouTuber, by the way, Joe. Okay, is,
0: okay. okay. I I was patiently waiting on to be filled in <laughs> on who Changi was. It's a bricklayer. This is a guy that okay. Uh, passed okay. Face, um, okay. I like
1: him. Yeah. Like his brothers as well, Scott and Dean. Good lads. all good. Very good. Lads. Very good. good so they have a YouTube channel, you say? Yeah, all the two brothers and then Changi, they all have a YouTube channel. The good, good laugh or a good laugh. They all are funny. <laughs> Stokes. 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 Yeah. I'll, we'll give them a shout out as well. Stokes, Stoves and Property Maintenance. If you haven't watched them, give them a try. Really do some great work.
0: And they're funny guys as well. And then and of has
2: Chana. got, got his own. He's just Changi.
0: Just okay. Stokes stoves and property maintenance. That's the one, yeah. And Changy, yeah. Changy yeah. do some cropping work as well. Yeah, they do. I I enjoy watching that, right? It, it I enjoy tradesmen that are just that excel at their trade. Yeah. I, I really enjoy watching that, and because it's it's like so it's like me watching your hardscapes. I probably won't ever do hardscapes, but I enjoy watching true craftsmen That's perform it. their trade. That's it. And We don't mind
1: telling people who we watch either because like we say we're not yeah. we're not we're not bothered about competition or like that is no. is always enough for everyone we're
0: yeah always <laughs> well so i i got enough comments about what channels i watch and subscribe to that actually on my youtube page if you guys go to my youtube page there's uh there's a oh a page on my youtube page or yeah. that says pages that i follow yeah and you can check it out there you, so dnj projects link is in the description but it's also on that page so you can yeah, thank, click you. Straight over.
2: thank you thank you
0: I, uh, you're welcome i mean you guys are the ones creating this content i just watch it it's uh yeah it's great stuff qa library oh this is a great question so where do you get your music from and how do you stop being dinged by dmcas etc
1: So, obviously, there's all different variations of where you can get your music from, but a lot of the time I use something on YouTube called NCS, so it's called No Copyright Sands, and it is absolutely amazing for that. You have to give credit to where the music has come from, of course. That's not a problem at all, Um, but they are really, really really good for non-copyrighted music. You're not going to be finding Eminem, and all yeah. of the mainstream stuff like that, of course, you're not, yeah. but um, yeah, just people that are after a break, um, trying to be seen, trying to be fine to art. There's absolutely and thousands and thousands, do. and thousands of don't people. get pulled,
2: does it? Yeah, we've, it tried. Pulled, yeah. we've tried, yeah, we've tried other ones, and
1: of course, we all want the mainstream music, of course, we do, right? But uh, you upload it, it does It takes six hours to upload, and then lo and behold, you have a copyright again, claim against yeah. you. Have to take it down so. We don't we don't bother with that sort of stuff now, so um, we just stick to NCS. Um, yeah, NCS only different ones, but uh, that one works. YouTube best. Audio Library as yeah. well is also a good one. That's
0: yep. always a great. Yeah, so so basically the the answer is there's several sources. What you're looking for is royalty free music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some that are subscriptions. There are some that are free, and you know, teach their own on that. That, yeah, we're still yeah.
1: learning because um, we shot an absolute awesome drone footage, oh. used some an amazing music, changed every, every clip to the sound of the beat, uploaded it, and then found out had a copyright claim. So <laughs> we had to, had to take that down and rush it through on a different song. So we're still learning yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So We're not professionals on that yet.
0: Well, in DMCA, it, it's a very real thing. So we had so. a video get taken down for a DMCA claim and uh it's yeah it's very it's very real so music royalty free if simply if you google royalty free music you and you know throw in youtube or something like that uh yeah
1: and if you're just starting definitely try the youtube audio library because it's right there at your hands and there's there's thousands as well Um, you might not look get exactly what you're after but there's a lot of different choices on there
0: well, and since it's since it's offered by YouTube, so sometimes what will happen is you'll upload, so you'll download music from a royalty-free yeah. site. You'll upload it to your video. You'll still get a copyright thing. So they'll say, this music appears, or this video yeah. appears to include music that is copyrighted. And you say, well, I've, and, and then you have to appeal that. Yeah. So to say, no, no, I downloaded it from this site, royalty-free, and then they'll allow it. Well, sometimes that can take a few days to get yeah. through. By using YouTube's music library, you, you, won't, you don't get dinged yeah, on you're
1: absolutely fine.
0: Yeah. It's a good place to start. I agree with Richard on this one. Those guys are legends at their trade. Thank you. No, thank you for that. Jacob says miniskids are very popular in the UK. ARB industry. In the Arbor industry, maybe. Good to know. It's not about big ones, I think. Adam French says buffering. Yeah, YouTube buffers forever. I think this is when we're talking about uploads. Oh, hello, Adam. <laughs> Hi. Um, Jamal says, Are you guys hoping for goose, goose Fair to go ahead this year? You know what? I'm,
1: I'm never really bothered about Goose Fair in my later years. I like Riverside Festival. If he knows what Riverside Festival is, I was more gutted that that was canceled then I will be about Goose fear It's it's a big it's a big attraction that comes around once a year, Joe, for just... Okay. It sounds weird, Goose fear but it, it's just yeah. an attraction that comes around with loads of different rides, but it's the biggest one in Nottingham every year. So uh, okay. it's the biggest one. one in Europe. Oh, biggest one it's in Europe. biggest one in
2: Europe. So, so. Oh, think. wow. I think. Um, then hold me to that.
1: <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. 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 But to the question, I prefer Riverside Festival, if you know what that is, Jamal.
0: Very good. Very good. And you heard it here first. Kyle says, when will we be see seeing Stevie, Stevie Boy in the driver's seat of that grab?
3: Wednesday's <laughs> <When's this>
0: video. <laughs> stay tuned on Wednesday, midday Wednesday. Oh, we talked about this one when we tell you truck arrive. Not soon enough.
3: Yeah, let's yeah. say months
0: time, at, yeah. months time at least. <laughs> All right. JP wants to know, where
1: did you get your haircut? Are you eating? Just some backstreet barber. <laughs> uh, no, I'm assuming from, we get our haircut cut from JP, so you will assume this is Josh, JP, yeah, you know, some, Josh. Uh, our main man, Josh. Main man, Josh. He, he looks up every it, time yeah. without fail. I ain't normally got this fringe,
0: would
1: I? <laughs> No, he's, he's the man. He's the man. Yeah. All
0: right, so Connor wants to know, d can, DJ, can we get a preview of Dad's sleeve, if okay with Dad? <laughs> a tattoo? It's a tattoo, isn't it? Ah, so good work. It still
2: needs it's time, Joe. I, I see you've got some good sleeves. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, wrong I hand, yeah. Good, yeah, it's time. It it's is. Tired. So I wish, I wish you could just cut your arm off, <laughs> drop yeah. it off, yeah. come back in a few hours and pick it up, and it'd be done.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few days later, they ring you up. They say, "Hey, it's ready." You're like, "Oh, okay, yeah. good deal." <laughs> Yeah, because it is. It, it's a lot of time just sitting, just sitting there. And it's not super enjoyable, right? Like it's not fun, but it's worth it. So I've got one that I still I still have to complete mine. So I've got Jackson for my son. And I've got Macy for my daughter, and then some, some Mandala, some fill in there. Well, so I've got three kids though. So I I had a daughter six months ago, and she's going here, and then it's going to complete the sleeve. I am not looking forward to this. That one's cool. That is cool. It'll it won't be great, but but it will be worth it. It will be worth it. That's it. Um, all right. We we probably answered this, but waiting for it to arrive still more eager than us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. jamal wants to know what cars do you guys drive uh, at the minute
2: well my little blingo i drive driving my van more than my car i've got a bmw 330i um yeah. so yeah
1: but, a sharp car G- yeah yeah it's a g20 version so yeah for myself, I am in a Seat Leon Cupra. Yeah,
0: very good. And if you care to know about me, I would drive a Ram 2500 pickup truck. mum so that's, hey, that's Mum drives a pickup truck,
1: though, as well. So a Ford Ranger. Ford yeah, Ranger. She drives
0: a Ranger. I saw that in one of the videos. She's I'm not happy about that, but she, she, drives. It. <laughs> <laughs> she drives a Ranger. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And no one drives a
1: BMW.
0: <laughs> All right. This question comes up. Andy wants to know, how old are you, Dave? LOL. It's dead easy. It's fine. That is, I didn't, obviously, you just go on the uh,
2: company's house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which, <laughs> a lot, which a lot of people <laughs> did. A lot of people <laughs> did. Yeah. So it's, uh,
2: that's been answered.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's some high guesses and some low guesses. But, uh... <laughs> it, it, it does seem to be a topic for discussion fairly often. <laughs> big What's mystery. Sense? Big mystery. All right. Well, let's do this. So we're almost two hours in, and we're an hour and 50 in. So let's watch, let's watch a video. And I figured out, I'm figuring this YouTube thing out as we go, right? But I figured out how to, how to get this on. Okay. Now we can all watch it together. So guys, what this is, is uh, I did a reaction video to d and video because I do reaction videos to a lot of other channels. And I was like, you know what? I need to get, I do enough videos from folks I don't know. I need to do some videos from some guys I know that do good work. So that's what this is. So let me navigate over. And if you guys want to pause and talk about something, just let me know. We can certainly do that. Here we go. I
1: can't name anything, Jeff. He can. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
2: picket fences, ain't it?
3: Mm.
2: Is it Was it turned on?
3: Mm.
2: Sure. Should we not move to that?
3: No?
0: Can yeah. you guys hear it okay? No. No joke. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So Yeah, it's very, very faint very faint okay hmm how do we solve this problem okay so guys in the comments if you'll let me know if well i mean if you guys if it's faint for you guys it'll be faint for everyone i mean you can you got can you guys steve and davy hear me okay yeah Yeah, i can hear you yeah okay Okay. but it was faint oh okay I know what's going on. I think I still have to do the microphone trick. We put a microphone over here. All right, let's try it again.
2: And hey guys and girls of YouTube, welcome. Yeah, that's to you. It's a nice okay. sunny day. Beautiful day. <laughs> what we're going to do today is we're going to show you how to put one bit of fencing off from start to finish all the tools you need
3: no, no.
2: from post tree the last. So I'm just going to run through them with you now. Basic tool, rafter. Pick these up from anywhere, screw fix anywhere. Alright, yes. Shovel. Post holes. You don't need post holes, you can do it with your hands, but these just make life easier and save your back. standard level. Don't have to be anything expensive. A bar, just in case you're coming across anything tough. You can invest in a breaker. If you're thinking about setting up yourself and you're a trader and you're thinking about doing it yourself with the pandemic and everything else, losing the jobs and that, you can just start off with one of these. But if you do hit some hard concrete, I suggest you buy one of them cheap electric breakers. You can always arrange a bit
0: of power with the customer. Still saw. Don't have to be a steel saw. Don't have to be a petrol saw. Now, this is where our uh, tools list differs a little bit. Now, we don't typically send uh, send crews out with a concrete saw, but you'll see why this is one of their standard tools here in just a second. Still saw. It can be an electric angle grinder
2: with a diamond blade on it. That's purely to cut Post down or grab a board because not every fence will finish on exactly one bag. Watering can for water? You know where to get these from guys. Wilco's anywhere like that. <laughs> they might even have one in your shed, really. Bag of postcrete burr hole. You don't have to use postcrete. You can use ballast and cement. A four on one mix. One shovel of cement, four shovels of ballast, however you want to do it. We use postcrete because it goes off rapidly. So as soon as we've done that fence,
0: we can walk away from it knowing full well that fence ain't going to move. You know, one other benefit of using a bagged concrete uh, product is that you know that the concrete mix is consistent post to post. I think we've all If you built fence, we've all been on a crew that uh, had a guy mixing concrete that can sometimes be called inconsistent. Uh, You know, four shovels to one is a great ratio, but are they heaping shovels or are they light shovels? It can get inconsistent. Uh, I like that they use bagged concrete mix because you know exactly what the concrete contents are going to be uh, from, you know, post hole one to post hole 12, post hole 20.
3: One post,
1: one gravel board,
2: one panel. That's everything you need to put in one bay of fencing. Now we're going to talk you through it, from digging the hole to levelling, how we do it. And we'll give you some little tips along the way. First job is we want to find out exactly where the hole's going. So we use an old
0: six foot level. It's battered. Now, I'll pause this just to make note that David used an imperial measurement rather than a metric measurement. Uh, we, we have some videos uh, that we do review on, specifically the uh, New Zealand reaction video um, that uh, a lot of the comments had to do with imperial versus metric measurements. Uh, in talking with David and Stevie in the live interview, uh, one thing we discussed is that they're taught both in school, taught metric and feet. Uh, Six foot makes more sense rather than 1.9 meters. (laughs) They use feet or imperial measurements in that case, uh, but they'll use metric for, you know, different measurements. So anyway, just interesting to see a uh, fencing professional outside the United States also using the imperial measurement. It won't level anything, but it's perfect for what we need. It's six
2: foot long. So it's the same length as a gravel board. You can use a bit of wood cut off six foot.
0: Does the same job so put it into the slot that's another interesting note that their posts are spaced six feet apart uh more or less on center i mean i know the channel i'm sure there's still posts in between those two channels and there has to be obviously so it's probably six foot three inch six foot four inch on center uh, but that's interesting to know you know when we're talking about a six foot tall wood fence here uh, in the states probably across most of north america i think you'd see uh, post spacings that are eight foot or less, depending on if you're using proportional, proportional, or remainder uh, techniques. But typically, eight foot or less on center. Anyway, interesting to see that they do uh, six foot on center. Ultimately, it'll likely make for a stronger fence. So we obviously talked about that, you know, just a little bit ago. That when you're, uh, I've I've already forgotten what your term for for the stick building is, but you would do those on like an eight foot center right yeah rail, for rail. that's right i'm gonna start writing this down so i'll remember it <laughs> um yeah so and, and the bit about six two or six three really so when we're talking about post spacing we always refer to on center right everyone wants to be very particular about where the post is centered on the measurement uh so the point being just if that was six foot from the inside to inside center to center is probably going to be a couple inches more maybe mm, that's it awesome.
1: Yeah, we have like a two and three
0: setters in the shop, so... That's what... Yeah, that's that's what I was wondering.
3: Hey.
2: Mark. Exactly where you want to dig that hole? Pull that out of the way. Grab your post holes. Bear in mind, everything that I've mentioned here, we sell in our shop. So, if you are thinking about taking this up yourself come down and see us and we'll fully kick you out and we'll start digging the old. i'll dig this hole and then we'll show you what the next process is hole's finished now you're going to ask me how do i know that old is the right depth well instead of getting your tape out every single time we bought bits of tape insulation tape on these at two foot
0: so when that gets level with the ground, you know, exactly that is two foot in the ground. So we talk about post depth uh, pretty much every video. Uh, so they're a 24-inch or two-foot hole, which is probably fine. Depends on the frost area in your area or the frost line in your area. How deep does the ground freeze in a really hard winter? Now, typically, you want at least six inches below that frost depth to make sure that the frost heave doesn't occur. Uh, which frost heave being when the ground underneath the post freezes you can lift that post up out of the ground. So that's probably a good subject to talk about real quick, guys, is frost up. Do you guys – I'm not – I should be more familiar with your guys' area, but uh, when it comes to wintertime, do you guys have hard freezes? Not really. Not
1: not to the extent that you guys probably have as well. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, we get cold temperatures and obviously stuff freezes. Uh, but for say a lake to freeze or something like that over here, that would probably be it as very extreme. Uh, of course, we get snow and it does freeze, sure, but at the same time, no way, no way near the minus temperatures that you guys will obviously get. Yeah, I
0: had I had guessed that. So so we use a two foot depth as well, and I know. I know we're going to get comments about that, and that's fine. We do a two-foot post-depth. And here in the States, we've got the ASTM standards, which call for a post-depth of 30 inches, and that is absolutely fine, too. And when we're doing a commercial fence, we'll adhere to the ASTM standards, which are what that's made for, is commercial projects. But, uh, yeah, so we're at 24 inches depth as well. And I really think that's a minimum depth. If you don't have frost heave to worry about it, I feel like 24 inches is Pretty a uh, pretty standard depth. Yeah, that's, that's plenty deep enough that is at 24. Yeah. Especially with six-foot centers you know, mm, because yeah. you've got you've got more stability there anyway. I'm telling you guys, so the concrete post, and I think I might talk about this here in a minute, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, the concrete post at six-foot centers, that's going to be an incredibly tough fence you know, when we're talking about wind load, that sort of thing. That's it, yeah. All right, let's continue.
2: Yeah. Next stage your old level or piece of wood your decent level and let's start leveling this ground up ready for this gravel board shaking it out and checking checking that will save you a lot of backache lifting the gravel board in art in art yep. shake it all about <laughs> <laughs> i'll level this off and then we'll get to the next stage. Now you may ask how you get to know exactly what depth you need to go. Basically, you get the shape. I didn't mention tape earlier. Easy to forgot about any tape. Overall height of this fencing is going to be 6'4". This is going to have two gravel walls high, but it's the same principle. So your panel's four foot. You strike a
3: mark
2: there. The gravel board is one foot. Same again. Strike a mark. And then that should leave the final foot there, which it
0: does. If you've done this correctly, and you've leveled it off. Let's talk about these posts for a second, because we've just got a really good look at one. Uh, so over in the UK, they build fence a little bit differently in that uh, predominantly they build fence with concrete posts. Now, when I first heard about the concept, I had a hard time wrapping my head around what a concrete post would look like. How do you attach a rail to a concrete post was kind of the first thing that my brain stumbled on. Uh, but as you've just seen, these posts are what we would call an H post. So they have a channel on either side. and uh, talking with David and Stevie, they also make them uh, three-way uh, that sort of thing so if you've got a sideline fence or a neighbor fence cutting off at a 90 degree angle they have that as they can accommodate that as well uh, the concrete post i think is a phenomenal idea uh, for them it's it's just normal everyday fence but uh, for me here in north america that's a bit odd you know to see a concrete post but i love the concept it's not going to rot not going to warp or twist it's essentially the same benefits of say a steel post but Even though a steel post has the, depending on the manufacturer, I, I, you know, I understand. Um, But typically they'll have a lifetime warranty against rust and corrosion. But you have to think, you're going to rust and corrode at some point. So the concrete post is going to resist rot and insects won't rust or corrode. It also would have to be incredibly strong when we're talking about wind load rating, especially as they're building it six foot post spacings. I think it's an incredible idea. Uh, is something that I'd probably like to play with here in the states. Uh, why don't you guys let me know in the comments below concrete post yay or nay would you uh, would you be willing to try it? How do you think uh, your local uh, clients or residents would react to seeing concrete post over a wood or a steel post? It's probably it should go straight in no. so those of you guys that are watching, why don't you let me know like I'd like to have that discussion uh, you guys here in the states on on the concrete post. so guys, on the post obviously obviously so it's been done since the 80s and your clients are used to seeing concrete posts my my concern it's not really concern, just my thought on it being they're going to look a bit unusual right Mm -hmm. In, in a market that's used to seeing timber posts or or we'll use a steel post that's covered with uh fence picket can you can you dye that concrete i suppose to be like a like a brown color uh, before you put it in the forms, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So that's a thought, right? That the gravel board uh, could be dyed brown, the post could be dyed brown to ha- to give it more of a consistent look, look. as well. Like they paint real easy as well. Okay, okay, that's an interesting thought too. So yeah, so when we when we'll pre stain, so we don't have a supplier of pre stained timber, pre stained lumber. So we'll stay in our own. So we have a dip tank that we use to, to dip all the pickets and such. You could probably, I mean, it would be, it would be a different compound obviously, but you could probably dip the post in the gravel boards too. Once, once they're, you know, once they're cured out. Yeah.
1: Um, my, my mom and dad's volumetric mixer has actually got a setting for dyeing the concrete as well. Oh. So
2: Okay. We could
1: actually do it like as we have it now, but, it's it's not as popular over here. Just the plain yeah. sort of white concrete is sort of like the normal.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the only reason I think about that is just people are so used to seeing timber posts here. Where if you could make it look more like timber, it might be, you know, more accepted. Um, Standing out from the crowd is always a good thing. Sometimes, though, as well. Well, that's the truth.
1: That's the truth of it too. We're not always got to follow everyone. We can we can do our own thing. <laughs>
0: Very true. Let's get these gravel boards
3: in and see if it works out right.
2: There we have it, gravel boards in, straight in. See the mark we'll be put in. Look at that, perfect. You don't need to lift that in and out. Right, me and Steve are going to put the next one on top and then we'll show you how to put the panel on and where it needs to finish on the post. Second gravel board on, but don't forget, guys, you don't have to use two gravel boards. Same principle with one or two, three, exactly the same. Check with the
0: level, absolutely perfect. Nice panel time. Let's talk about these gravel boards for a second as well. Uh, in the southern United States, you see you see fences installed with a kickboard at the bottom, which is usually a treated pine tube. So this is this is pretty common uh, in the Southern United States, um, where, so, and I think I'm getting ready to talk about this in the video, but, uh, where, so this board is meant to be like a sacrificial layer, uh, Mm -hmm. between the rocks at ground level and the, the nicer pickets, the cedar materials up top. Um, but the problem with this is that board has to be replaced. You know, it's, it's a sacrificial layer. So it's meant to be sacrificed. Uh, which means someone has to go through and peel out all of those kickboards or the rock boards every you know 5 to 7 years or something like that whereas the the cement do you guys see the gravel boards do you guys see much replacement needed with those
1: no never uh, yeah. unless unless it's been damaged by something else sure that's fine but there's no reason why that gravel board should ever if it's made correctly, yeah, there's no reason at all. Yeah, be fair, yeah, because
2: they're reinforced, right? Gravel boards last longer than the posts. I mean, yeah. We've we've replaced posts which are cracked and worn, but normally the gravel boards you can reuse the gravel boards, and the customers have asked us to reuse them because sure. there's nothing wrong with them.
0: Yeah, yeah, there there wouldn't be a, a great reason to replace them, really. Yeah. Uh, and they're reinforced, right? Just okay. similar to the posts. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Yeah. So it's again, this, it's this concept. It's the, it's a rot board concept, but with a material that you're not going to have to replace. It's not a sacrificial layer. It's a barrier, right? It's yeah. a rot barrier. By six or two by eight. Uh, the idea being it's kind of the sacrificial part of this fence that uh, if it gets rotted before the rest of the fence, it could easily be replaced without having to replace the entire fence. Uh, these guys, you know, I say these guys in the UK, the industry takes that to a different level by using these concrete gravel boards, as they call them, we'll call them kickboards. Um, I mean, obviously again, so it's not going to rot. Now, I guess we could talk about that. Maybe the pickets that come in contact with the top of the concrete gravel board might rot slightly sooner than the, is that, is that the case guys, you guys see that rot where it comes in contact with the concrete?
2: there's a slight chamfer on them gravel boards anyway so the water does run off a little bit
0: my thinking was sometimes we see issues with uh with particularly cedar material that comes in contact with concrete i think it's because of the nature of the concrete uh, just the it's a chemical reaction really uh but but that's on really old material yeah you know, this this isn't year 5 or 6 this is year 25 or 30. Yeah. The rest, I still think, I mean, in this case, you've got two foot of separation between the picket and the soil. The soil is going to be, you know, the aerobic zone in the soil is predominantly what leads to excessive rot in wood products. It's not necessarily just moisture. You've got to have the microbes in the soil that are also contributing you to that. So again, I like this fence system. If we could try to make this more normal here in the United States and North America in general, I think the fencing industry would likely be better for it. But again, let me know your thoughts on that.
2: Absolutely perfect, guys. See that finish? There's the shoulder. That's how you want to finish your fence. One of these castle tops where you're missing a bit of panel. Traders hate that. He's not very professional. So if you want a professional job, let me on the shoulder. It looks absolutely beautiful that way. Next thing, <laughs>
3: the
2: post. This is There we go. Uh, if you I'm haven't not. got a saw or you haven't got an angle grinder with a diamond blade, you're gonna have to dig that all a little bit deeper. but we already know that's two foot. We'll set of paper, it's not the best 10 guys. I've put in my, in my uh, toolbox for a while. You know, that's 88 inches. But then we we'll mark the post. Pick the best side of the post. If you have got a slight damage post or you can get away with it in the old, put that bit in the old so you've got a nice, perfect post on the other side. 88 inches and then we'll
0: cut that off. So that's the that's the case where you'd want to have that steel concrete. Right, I need Stevie for the assistance of that. What we're doing now, the post has been cut.
2: We lift it in, as demonstrated by Stevie. Right, the poster's in the hole. Next stage. Get a knife. Bag open. Ready for the water. Level off as we go. A bit of water in the hole just to get that postcrete sitting at the
3: bottom. A
2: little bit more post-treat, And if you have got any rocks, Anything else you can chuck in, but what that does, if you chuck a rock in there, a few rocks now, it builds the area a bit more. So that's one bag of post is sufficient for one hole. As I'm doing this, Stevie's leveling as he goes.
3: Are
0: you happy with
3: that? Absolutely beautiful. The <laughs> okay. there's
0: one thing fence guys love to talk about. It's concrete. How do you mix it? You use wet concrete versus dry concrete. You use compaction if you're using dry concrete. We love to argue about how to use concrete correctly. Uh, So what Dave and Stevie are doing here is precisely how we mix our concrete. We put water in the bottom of the hole, add in the concrete, any aggregate rocks that are in the area, and then put more water on top. Uh, And then I'm sure they're going to go through and probably agitate the concrete itself. use a rock bar is what we have on hand uh, to make sure that water mixes throughout Uh, any concrete that doesn't receive moisture pull moisture out of the uh, surrounding ground or also pull up or down out of the water that's put below and above it but again as with a lot of things if you have a process that works better for you than you think this process would that's probably the best process for you
2: It does say on these bags, two litres of water on the highest hot day like today, because it gets absolutely scorching, as you may see from my brow. I'm sweating. Two litres of water is sufficient. You see, Steve is just aggravating the hole. Make sure that those things are right mixed in. There you go, guys on posting, ready and setting. in. Maybe you enjoyed the video. If you do like what you see, hit that like button. And if you have got any questions, leave a comment below and we'll answer them.
0: See you soon, guys. So one thing to note, they left the concrete low grade again and they backfilled with dirt. We see this in a lot of review videos and it's a process that I like seeing uh, because then the grass will seed around the post and it'll be a nice finished look. I think they did a great job. Let me know what you think. Uh, oh, of course man. if you're looking for another fancy channel to follow, I recommend DJ projects. Uh, these guys are up to some great stuff. Uh, it's a little bit different being that it's UK versus uh, North America it's always interesting to see how you know things are done differently in different areas. These guys are up to great stuff they've got a great channel can't recommend following them enough. If you'd like to watch the original video, we'll have it linked in the description below. But for now, I'm Joe Everest, fence expert, reminding you that good fences make good neighbors. And that's it. That's the that's video. wicked. now that's a good video, idea. <laughs> well, so we had to edit it for time. Uh, I had a little bit in there about the grab about the grab van because I said this before, and we talked about this for a while. I think this is an incredible. You know, incredible concept yeah. that you cannot find here in the States. You can't. And he, not even in Mexico, not even in Canada, because I thought, like, well, maybe Canada, because, you know, maybe. Uh, and we'll just import it into the States. No, no, no. You cannot buy those here. Uh, I, Crazy. So I need to buy a ship and I need to buy a <laughs> few and just bring them on over. Uh, we'll have to switch the seats. Uh, we'll have to figure out how to do that. To switch the controls, because you know we drive from the left, so as opposed to the right. But uh, that's all stuff we can figure out. We can we can figure that stuff out. But no, those those grab vans, it they makes so much sense. They really do. You know, you can tip with them. You can grab. I mean, you can grab all of your aggregate. Or so the way my mind is thinking about this is, and you guys have done it for like fence removal. Right? You you simply grab it. Throw it in the back and then go and, and tip it at the dump. Oh, uh, sure. I, it's a great process. And I don't understand. I don't understand why we're so behind on this one, to be honest with you. But we'll we'll figure that out. So let me skip, let's get back to the comments. T Norton says, What make of vans do you use? Is that it or- yeah, well, as ourselves, we use
1: Fords for Say the transits and then the grab is a Mercedes. Mm. So,
0: so those Ford transits are nice. We've got a uh, we've got Transit two hundred and fifty. We use those things are just you can put a million miles on them and they'll be fine. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, so, Backroom Properties would like to know any tips on stopping or minimizing warping when storing pressure treated timber. I'm having to order timber months in advance, but struggling with slats warping over time. Any tips, lads?
2: If he's storing them outside, then they're going to warp and twist. Uh, We store a lot of our timber inside. The timber we store inside, we we tend to find it don't warp and twist because it don't dry out as fast. I think the sunshine and the elements outside dry it out. So I think that's where we're
0: struggling. Yeah. Well, yeah, so (laughs) sunshine, but also it's that that cycle of getting wet and dry and wet and dry all the
3: time.
0: He could try tarping it up.
2: Some, putting some tarp sheets over it, keeping the moisture in it a bit longer. Yep. that might help.
0: Yeah, if well, has space and keep the sun off of it. Yeah, yeah it, it does two things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve Higginson says it's amazing to see DNJ putting Nottingham on the map. We're not always we've not always had the best reputation as a city, but we're definitely on the up. Definitely. Thanks, Thanks to, to DJ. D&J. <laughs> you guys will have keys to the city here in a little bit. You guys True. are <laughs> too <True. laughs> <Snatchies. laughs> Uh Curtis LeMond says, phenomenal what you guys are doing. It's all love and wish you much success. Oh big up, Curtis.
2: Thank you, Curtis. Curtis used to be an uh, employer of ours.
1: Oh, so very yeah, good. Uh,
2: yeah. Way very at the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning when yeah. I very 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 first started. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, well, we've got history it- together with 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 good friends, good friends.
0: Well, and I think that speaks volumes for you guys. You know that that you can have a team member, an employee that that had worked for you in the past that still comes back and has great things to say.
2: Yeah, I yeah, appreciate it. Thank you very much, Chris.
0: Jacob says, uh, "Love a Berlingo. It was my first ever vehicle. Wish I never sold it. Now, yeah, I'm not <laughs> familiar with the Berlingo." So it's a Citroen Bilingo, just a small
1: little van that my dad started the company with and it will never, ever sell that.
0: (laughs) I hear you. Good, good, good. So this is, Dean's got a question. I always use two bags per hole. Didn't think I could get away with one. 100% you
1: can use one. If you're going to use, if you're doing, say, a six foot fence and it's an eight foot post, there's absolutely no reason why you can't use one bag. If you go in above six foot, then we always go. That extra. But again, going back to what my dad said, if you're going to be able to use rocks and stones that are around the area, that's doing the exact same thing as a postcrete. It's forming a bond together. If you're just going to chuck a, an extra foot of soil in there, it's not really going to cut it because it could move over time. But if you're going to bond it using rocks, then you're absolutely perfect with one bag. Um, up to that six-foot mark, I say.
2: It's about getting the hole in the right place as well. Digging a nice, tight hole and get it in the right place first time. Yeah. Otherwise, you are going to use two bags, three bags.
0: Yeah, that's
1: um, the size of the crate matters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Nate says, Dave, go over to the U.S. Show them how it's done. <laughs> we're going to seem a bit backwards, you know, because we we're using these you know, these ancient-type materials over here. we were not so progressive as to use, you know, the concrete. So, I don't know. We'll have to... So that that's an interesting thought guys that that I go over I come meet you guys up there and uh learn learn the concrete post, the gravel boards, how to properly build it. Uh, and then over time as is, is providing it takes off here, uh maybe have you guys over here and say Ooh, yeah. And then that way you can say, oh, okay, well, you did this wrong and that wrong and the other wrong. <laughs> right? We could use that. We could use that. Now, that. That's the thing. Yeah, we would bring in the professionals. Absolutely. From a stain man perspective, that's a lot of concrete to work around. <laughs> yeah. So so in the staining trades, like they're very concerned with properly like tarping off or pre-wetting concrete so that the stain doesn't, so it only stains the timber, not the concrete. I, I bet, yeah, from a staining professional perspective, yeah, that is a tremendous amount of concrete to try to work well, around. But
2: with our system, you can lift them panels out. So we can lift them out, stain them, and then slide
0: them back in. So that's actually the first time I saw this system of fence. I was talking with Caleb, so he owns Stain and Seal Experts. They do fence staining. He had recommended a video that we watched during a live. Yeah, and that's simply it. You You pull the panel. And this, this, this was it, do you guys do that? Or was it someone? It might be someone else. They had a toe behind um, stain tank that they would fill up and simply dip them and then put them back.
2: It's no, not it's not it. us, no, but okay. Uh, okay. that's that system we use is purely for that. So if the panel rots out, you change it. Yeah, if the customer wants to re-stain them, they can just lift them out, restain them, let them dry, and then slide them back in.
0: Yeah, it's that was probably a year and a half ago or so that I watched that video. But yeah, it was just a it was a pull behind uh, trailer that was uh, that they add that is really thin, right? So it doesn't hold a lot of stain, but you fill it three quarters of the way up so that it doesn't overflow. And then they just simply push the panel down into it, pull it up, mm. let it dry, done. Pretty neat. Nate UK says. Transit right. backbone of Britain. Backbone definitely. Of Britain. Yeah, sure. definitely. Brick Lang with Steven Alex says, So long, guys. See you tomorrow at twelve. See you later. later. agreed Agreed. Simon Scott says, love DJ vlogs. Keep them coming, chaps.
1: No, we will do. We have no intention of stopping anytime
0: soon. Gary Stewart says, need to call the trucks. I'm dad, and the other one, I'm son. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That, that is quite good. That like is that. quite good. That's good, Garrett. 125SM says, good evening. Good evening, and I'm sure we'll see
1: you in the YouTube comments tomorrow because I recognize you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Very good. background says, yes, they're outside in a small storage area. Thanks for the tarp tip. I'll try to keep the sun off them. Cheers for the tip. Wish I had a large indoor storage area. So I'll say this about tarps: one lesson we learned is uh, we were tarping for quite a while. You want to use? We found that we like to use canvas tarps. Yeah. Uh, the The reason being, it lets it lets the air flow to a certain extent. Uh, we had used uh, plastic tarps for quite a while, but those promote mold. Yeah, because they trap moisture in. They don't let any moisture escape or anything like that. You're not wanting to trap moisture in. Really, you're just trying to slow that process. Yeah. Yeah, it still needs to breathe. Agreed. Agreed. Agreed.
1: Even though he's not got a large indoor storage area, like you say, with, there's still tips and tricks that you can yeah. use to keep it. Because we didn't have an indoor area for years. Yeah. And we still managed to sort of make it work. Yeah, you can store it in a
2: shaded area. Work out where the sun's falling and everything else. And like I said, with the canvas tarps, yeah. Hessian Hessian ones, they're they're good as well.
0: So our so our lumber's still stored outside, and we we still don't have the storage area. We we bought a new set of buildings here, but they're predominantly uh, office and then workshops. Um, so we're still working on we're still working on getting our our lumber inside. Uh, but now, so the the lumber supplier we buy from now, all the timber comes pre-wrapped. So we no longer have that concern. Uh, But, yeah, but it still stays outside. It can stay outside. It's it's not that that's the worst thing in the world. Is it better if it comes inside? Absolutely. But just because you don't have inside storage doesn't mean... It's not the end of the world. That's right. That's right. That's right. Can't be, okay, says the other (laughs) benefit of concrete post is also you can change the style of panel whenever suits. Yeah, yeah, 100%. love that idea as well. Yeah, you know, I could I could see that. I could see you know someone buying a home coming in and saying, "Well, this style doesn't necessarily suit our style. We would prefer it be changed." That's it. that's the
1: beauty of it. You're not stuck forever. You yeah. can you can manipulate and change that panel whenever you feel like it. That's right.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, and like we said, you could change the color easily. <laughs> you could change the style easily, yeah. uh, and, and repairs have to be pretty easy too. You know if if one of those gravel boards is cracked okay well the panel comes up the damage comes out the new goes in and you're on about it
1: that's it that's exactly it as long as the installer has done it to the correct measurement of the six foot standard size because otherwise then it can be a little bit trickier you've got to measure everything up but typically nine times out of ten
0: it's at six foot yeah very good so let me ask you guys so talking about concrete post and gravel boards, the top of the post are the top of the post flat or they, they look almost looked angled.
1: Yeah, they're angled, aren't yeah. They?
2: There's like a pyramid shape. You can you, you can get different styles, Joe. You can get this okay. one with a bubble on, and then there's one with like a yeah. semicircle. On.
1: All it is is the rubber mold inside the yeah, mold change. form, so you can change them hard to whatever
0: you'd like. Okay, yeah, so that makes sense. So when we're talk when we're talking about malls, are you guys gonna do a video soon on the post? <laughs> uh, yeah. Boards? yeah it, it, every time I go into that that concrete
2: side, they've got the stereo on that, that. Yeah. lad. <laughs> yeah. I cut I go in with a camera and I'm like, oh <laughs> I don't wanna stop them because they're in they're in motion. Yeah. And they're in, in their own zone and everything else. So I don't want to go in there, turn the radio down, hang on a minute. I'm just gonna do a quick film <laughs> It slows them down, and them
0: guys work so hard in there. Oh yeah, so hard. So well, as soon as the, as soon as that mix mixes with the water, your yeah. your countdown starts. Yeah. Like you've got to
1: keep Every moving. Minute counts in that room, and they do an absolutely outstanding job. They honestly, they deserve all the props that they could ever get. Honestly, they do a good job in there. Yeah, because it's hard work as well. It's, it is hard work. Oh, yeah. heavy. very heavy work. Hard and dirty.
0: You know, yeah. I mean that's dealing with concrete dust is is no joke. I mean it gets everywhere. Yeah. When so when you're making the posts in the gravel boards, how long do you typically let those cure before you you bring them out? We pop them next day. Okay. Okay. So next, day. next day, as soon as,
2: as soon as they come in in the morning, they're popping.
1: Yeah, and it's it an oscillation. So when the gravel boards that get say the posts that get made in the morning they will yeah. get popped in the morning as well. So the one, the posts that get popped in the evening, they don't get popped in the morning. They still have, they all get the same hours of cure in time. Okay. It's, they've worked it out quite well in there. They've discussed it between themselves and they've worked it out to how it works for them best. So yeah, they've got this little motion that they work to and it, and it seems to work well. Absolutely. And then
2: once they popped, they, they cure outside. So they carry on curing outside. So they write a date on them. When they popped them, the date goes on them. And okay. then the stored outside, and then it's it can be up to two weeks before they're even using it.
0: Well, and one, one thing you guys had discussed too in one of the other videos was you know, sometimes you'll work ahead through the winter, yeah. To have to have a big store. So yeah. really that concrete shop just continues at a steady pace through the year. Yeah. All right. That's yeah, yeah this I, I'd really like to wrap my head around this more. And the gravel boards
1: I' going to make a video on it, absolutely, 100%.
0: I, I would love to see it. I really would, just from a process standpoint. Yeah. We'll, uh, show,
1: we'll show everything because, like I say, we're not, we're not bothered about anyone else seeing it yeah. because it is quite a simple sort of process anyway, so there's nothing really to hide, but we're, we're 100% happy to do that.
0: I'm, I'm a big fan of that, guys, because here, here's my thought, too, is I, I say this a lot on the channel, but a rising tide raises all the ships. All right, so if we can, if we can spread inf- information, spread education, you, the best case scenario is you share the process and someone writes something in the comments below. Hey guys, have you thought about this? We do it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe that shaves a couple minutes off here or there and then it makes a big difference. So the molds you guys use, is it, so you said a rubber mold. So is it a rigid mold on the outside and then a rubber mold on the inside?
2: So, yeah, it's a steel carriage on the outside. Okay. which keeps the form. And then it's polyurethane, sleeve inside, and then the rubber stop ends. So it all folds okay. into each other. You press it in the, into the steel, and that's what keeps its shape. Very and then good. the four steel bars, which are attached by plastic clips, that slides inside, and then
0: your concrete in that. Okay. Yeah, so the rubber clips hold the, re- the reinforcement. That makes sense. And it... How how long do those rubber molds are they pretty are they pretty durable?
2: Yeah, yeah, you can make thousands and thousands
0: and thousands.
1: As long as you look after them, yeah, and you you, you, you clean them off after every yeah. every pour because the molds all get cleaned every as soon as that post is popped, it's they don't move on to the next post until that mold is clean, sprayed steel in, ready for the next day. Because obviously it's a process. There's no point being behind if they don't put the, if they don't spray and don't put the steels in behind for tomorrow. So yeah. um, it they, they have a full-on process that they go through, post-molds and gravel board molds.
0: Very good. And in the gravel board molds, you guys have several different options on those, right? You've got just a... I've seen ones that look like a, a rock. They have a rock mold on yeah. one side, and then some are smooth. Yeah. yeah. And good. then there's
1: a few different options as well, but we they're the, the two most popular by 100%. And then we do one where... Is a say a six-inch circumference of a circle cut out in the middle of it to help hedgehogs climb through garden to garden to help help keep preserving the hedgehogs. Interesting. We're not shown yet, so we will show. No, I have not seen something like that. Yeah, a lot of people are asking about them as well, because obviously some gardens back on to say little bits of foresters and stuff. Um, and obviously hedgehogs are a dying breed over in, in the UK anyway. So it's to help the hedgehogs stop getting trapped in gardens to move from garden to garden. Okay. And
0: are hedgehogs beneficial? Beneficial. Is it beneficial? I think so. The cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, a bit like a porcupine. Yeah. To be fair, like, mm, yeah. I don't know. We say hedgehog holes, but it, it could be anything it could be it could yeah. be
0: bunnies. it could be of course yeah.
1: it could be absolutely anything but it's not just to trap something in the garden yeah because um, obviously some people have massive gardens at the same sure. time with a lot of shrubberies and we don't want to trap wildlife in so if we can help yeah. that's what we do tend to do with those gravel boards
0: yeah and six inch being small enough that you know, the 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 dog can't get out. The yeah, you're
1: not having dogs or or cats really go through. It's not too yes. crazy big. Um,
0: well, cats, it depends on the customer as well. Yeah, and cats can go over. Yeah, oh, they just climb. So we we get this request once in a while. They'll say, "Well, I've got some cats, and I'd like to keep them in. How tall of a fence should I get?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you could build you could build the wall of China, and yeah. the cats would go over." You got to put a top on it, and that's a whole that's a whole different mess. Um, and I'm sure this is going to vary with everyone. But so say so say your guys are really getting on good, and and the system's figured out. How many posts and gravel boards do do they make in a day? Does it vary? Probably. They make roughly,
2: hundred and twenty to hundred and thirty posts a day. Okay, and then there's.
1: I think one twenty again about, yeah. I, think 16, 140. 16, 140. I think it's one
2: forty. I think it's hundred and forty gravel boards a day, and wow. then there's little extras and stuff like
1: slabs, slabs and stones,
2: and coping stones where they do little runoffs every now and again.
0: Yeah. And then there's the uh, big, big block mode. Yeah,
1: the big block. Yeah, the big blocks.
0: <laughs> you guys have been cranking those out.
1: Yeah, it looks really it, good
0: now. We've, we've we've done even more,
1: like okay. it looks good.
0: Yeah, that um, what do you say, uh, sharp sand area. Absolutely. Yeah. Really coming together, yeah. Is indeed, yeah. Looks nice. All right, let's see, let's catch up. Let's catch up. So, Fat Finger says, Great chat, chaps. Love DJ videos. Come on, England. The, yeah, the, we're bringing it home, mate. It's coming <laughs> home. You need not worry, it's coming home. Oh, so this is a question I agree with any resin jobs coming? Resin pathway. Well, yeah, so, so David did a video of, of re- doing the resin for his parents' drive. That was incredibly interesting to watch. Any any of those coming up is the question. We've got a path
2: coming up, but the, the thing with the resin, I only like to do it when the weather's right. And in the UK, the weather is so unpredictable. <laughs> so my, my parents, my mom and dad, have been waiting for that job for – god six months or so oh wow just for the right day and everything else and then obviously with the pandemic hitting and everything else resin was quite hard to get hold of as well so yeah that that that
0: job's been booked in with my mom and dad for ages (laughs) well probably needs to be the right set of days doesn't it it needs to cure properly and the rest yeah all right background says canvas tarps on order cheers guys very good hedgehogs keep the slugs down in your garden yeah that's it good to know yeah good to know stop someone from eating the plants and all your vegetation yeah. makes sense good live joe i'm heading over to the dnj channel to check out their process
3: thank you, you you.
0: kenny kenny and i know each other kenny i think you would really get a kick out of this knowing that you and i like a lot of the same things uh, i think you'll get a kick out of it for sure Gary says, congrats on passing your HGV Stevie. Uh, does that now? Does that now you can ask for a pay raise? Yeah, skip this uh, one quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll block <laughs> that comment straight out. It's gone. <laughs> uh. No, yeah. So yeah, the question is so you Americans don't have concrete posts like the UK? No. Well, okay, I say no, not in residential. So along highways and interstates, we do when the, but these fences are 30, 40, 50 feet tall and they're made in precast concrete plants, just the same precast plants that make, you know, huge buildings. So they just stand up. Um, so they do have them there, but in the residential market, in the commercial, which we, we don't deal in anything that that big, right? The industrial scale, we stick in residential and commercial. We don't, uh, as of right now we'll say that i'm gonna say that's right that's right dg services artificial grass specialists in uh, we love d&j projects here in ireland i've been watching them from the get-go we're a lot smaller companies d&j but similar we but similar as we are father and son business oh Oh, brilliant no that's like, like we said we're we're
1: absolutely big fans of the irish with um my mum being part Irish as well. So we've got a, a soft spot for the Irish. And to see that it doesn't matter how big or small you are, we, we just keep doing what you're doing. We love that. And with a father-son business, that's that's wicked.
0: Yeah, generational businesses are really neat, right? It because I think be, they're especially neat to me and to you guys because you know that it takes it's a different dynamic working mm. with family. It, it really is. Um, so yeah, it's, it's neat to see here in the States. You really don't see generational businesses at all anymore. Um, so we're, we're third generation. It was my grandfather and his brother-in-law that started the business. Uh, My grandfather bought it and my dad bought it from my grandfather and I bought it from my dad. Now I've got a son that's three and my wife doesn't like this joke, but I call him my retirement plan. (laughs) One one day I'm going to grow up and this all will be sold to him uh she doesn't like that at all uh but it it's kind of true uh, and, and you know in, in construction in general like that's usually the way of it right we've got a son or or sons plural uh that we bring up in the business and and, and that's the dream as a dad right that one day you you bring your kids yeah. into it and your kids pick it up where where you left off and take it even further
2: yeah that's the dream
0: try it gareth hughes afternoon and i'm new here and love your videos, dnj thank yeah, you thank you agreed agreed very good, uh, good. guys i spent a lot of time asking you questions what what questions do you guys have i'm sure there's some
1: just want to know when you're going to get that concrete sorted, of
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is no point talking about it well yeah i know it's all it's all talk until it actually happens so once we once we release the uh the
1: post and the gravel board mold video we're expecting big things from you yeah here, well here. so
0: yeah so i'm going to start the process of figuring out i mean there's got to be a supplier here in the states that sells molds you know such as those if not we can we can figure out how to get them here like that's not a problem um the next you know, the next is, is where do you build them? Right. So we, we were, it's funny. We went from 1300 square feet office shop combined to now we're roughly at 13,000 square feet office shop combined and we're already out of space. Mm. Shops are full and everything's full. So we got to figure out, we got to figure that part of it out too, but I want to, I really do. Like I, it, The concept makes so much sense, and the reason I'm a big fan of it is because it's good for the customer, or it's good for the client. There's still the cost can't be the cost will be different, obviously, but if it's better for the client, if it makes for a better fence, then ultimately it makes for a better industry. Yeah. But I'll tell you, there's some folks that aren't going to like it in the fencing business because there's some folks that aren't big fans of steel posts because their comments are that they make a fair amount of business from repairing and replacing fences. And when they don't have to replace timber posts anymore, that takes away part of their business. I personally think that's the wrong way of thinking about it. Yeah, You know, that's, you know, when when you think for yourself first, that's generally, it's generally not good for anybody, right? It's what's good for the client is good for the industry. I I feel like.
1: And moving with the times as well. Like you mm-hmm. have not got to just stay where you are forever. You can you
0: can move forward. That's right. Well, or or you don't, and then you you got to figure out something else to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm a big fan, so we're gonna start figuring this out. And then I do want to take a trip to come see you guys. I do just yeah, uh, because the more I watch it, the more like the more questions I get, and I learn best from putting my hands on things. Yeah. Right. We we could talk about it all day and I can watch a lot of videos and I'll have a pretty good idea. But there's some things you just learn by touching it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Sounds like must cover someone in the concrete place. So when they're on older, he can cover.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on over. We got a job for you. You'll learn a lot, I promise. (laughs) Let let me ask. So you guys have do you guys have busier times and slower times, I would assume?
2: Yeah. This season, so summertime is is a busy time for us because everyone's getting out there barbecuing, so they all want to vamp the gardens
0: up. Yeah. So are you guys in, in the middle of your busy season now? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. So, yeah. So probably what we ought to do is figure out a time, maybe this fall or winter, uh, and to put this together, that way, slower time for you guys, slower time for us here, to where because it, it'll be a process getting there and coming back, so it won't be a quick. <laughs> but uh, I would like to put that together. I really yeah, would. Uh, Welcome, you could show you could you could take me out and show me how to properly build fence. I think that make for a good video for the both of us. Yeah, that's you know, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go to the UK And learn how to build this properly, and you guys could be like, hey, this guy from the states is coming. We gotta teach this guy how to build fence right. <laughs> <laughs> so would planning be an issue with with building a fence with concrete posts for residential clients no i i don't see planning uh being an issue I, in what regard i would ask um i mean i, I wouldn't think no I don't, I don't think so it wouldn't be any different than building fence with any other post i really don't think um no i don't believe so d&j projects well what is the retail price for your gravel boards concrete post in england that's probably called the office thing
2: yeah give the office a call we can discuss that yeah
0: yeah listen if you ask me right now what the cost of fence is no idea like i've got a pretty good idea but i don't know exactly because they handle that in the office you know i and, and there's also the discussion. we talked about this before last time, but there's also the, the discussion that we't can't, we can't talk about pricing in a public format, right at least here in the states. So we have we've got laws about anti- collusion and all that. And this comes up in the Facebook groups quite often. People say, well what do you guys charge to build this and I want to make sure I'm charging enough?" The problem is part of this act, part of the law is just simply price comparison. So it's against the law for us to sit if we're in the same industry for us to talk about pricing. So and that's a gray area. A lot of people say, well, they're not going to arrest me until they do, right? No one ever thinks it's going to be them until it is. Um, Anyway, so retail price, the office would know it. Give them a ring. Brian says, evening gents. Hoping you're all doing well. Massive fans of the DNJ channel and brand. I've seen you use Plug less fin- fixing when fitting gateposts. Oh, yeah. I'm interested in what I'm interested in what using somewhat what's the brand? It's all about okay.
2: yeah. it's, it's all about a concrete screw you. So there's a concrete okay. screw, isn't it? You don't use a plug. So you, you drill a, a six mil hole or six point five, and the, the bit the screw goes straight into the concrete with no fixing and it's yeah. absolutely solid. Yeah. So, what is the brand called? Spab, or something. What's the brand called with those concrete screws? We'll find it. Not Spab. Samac. Samac. So, uh, Samac, and the flanged concrete screw. Yeah,
0: gotcha. Yeah, that's that. Make, that sounds like similar to like if we're installing a fence on a concrete pad, we would do the, much the same thing. Uh, played as a fix to the post. Yeah. Uh, here in the States, the brand's Tapcon. Uh, you would you would drill a hole and then screw in the Tapcon. But, yeah, they are solid. They're incredibly strong. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, DJ Services, we'll, we're going to start wrapping this up because these guys, we, we need to make sure tomorrow's video gets out. <laughs> we need to make sure. At all costs, the video must go up. Uh, DJ Projects, where do you guys see – are you guys seeing a massive increase in private clients spending money on garden projects this year? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think because people can't go away, Yeah. Uh, they're spending more money on their gardens and revamping the gardens just purely so they, they've got an outdoor space to go to. Yeah. And I've said for summertime we can spend it in the gardens with the kids and do stuff with the kids and families
0: absolutely we're we saw this we're seeing the same thing and it is funny again the similarities and differences but you're right in that people are spending more time at home whether it's for work or for pleasure you know a lot of folks here are still working from home so when you spend more time in your backyard You notice that fence is supposed to have been replaced. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We meant to do that last year. That's right. Um, and so, so for us, more and more venues are opening up to the public now, but one thing that was happening was, uh, so if you had a group of friends and you used to go down to the bar, you used to go to dinner. Well, those places were closed. So you would help, you would host folks over to the house for barbecues and such, but you still want to get together. You still want to see your friends. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one thing we saw was more people spending more time in the yard yeah. building fences because of it. All right, a couple things. Brian says thank you. No worries. You guys looking forward to the football tonight? Yes, we've we are. All yeah, well, we've been over that. We're uh, England's <laughs> got to bring it home is what I hear. I don't, yeah. Uh, Ryan says, yeah, we need Sunday's video. DJ, love watching you. My son at 4 a.m. on a Sunday. All right. There you go. Yeah,
3: so, the so you, you
0: must be day. over here, probably. Well, no. So that's that West Coast of the United States, maybe. Because I think right now from, from central United States, we're six hours. Um, six hours behind. So that sounds like they're eight hours behind. So yeah, probably West Coast United States. There you go. Garrett says. How far would D How far would you go for work? Because I live in Liverpool, I need my back garden.
1: <laughs> we get, they get this quite a lot, right? at The minute, but uh, in all honesty, we're pretty much just Nottingham based. Is is that much work in Nottingham that it, it, it just wouldn't? It's not the right fit for us right now. Yeah.
2: To be fair, we, we're booked up till next year as well. So, <laughs> well,
0: and that's yeah, that's the thing is you have to kind of realize that. Could you? Sure. But by the time you factor in travel time, you know lost lost work time, that sort of thing, it would probably get fairly expensive as well. We'd love to help, of yeah. course. We'd love to help everyone. Absolutely. DG says thank you guys. No
1: worries. Yeah, thank you, buddy, for being there.
0: I'm not going to say the name. Can't be says thanks, <laughs> lads. Excellent stream. Les Wood says, I watch D&J every Sunday and Wednesday here in Denmark. Great to see Honest Contractors. No,
1: Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate Agreed. that. Thank you very much for watching.
0: Agreed. Guys, I I appreciate you giving your time so openly. I really, really do appreciate that. Yeah, we love yeah. it. Absolutely. Well, I, I know you guys probably probably hit it extra hard today to make sure that things got done <laughs> so that you can be home. So I really, I really do appreciate that. I do. Yeah, thank you guys if you're watching and you'd like to find learn more about dNJ projects their channel is linked in the description below I go ahead and give it a click go over and follow these guys they've got great content I enjoy watching it I think you will too but yep for now I'm Joe Evers the fence expert with DNJ projects dad and son we're wishing you guys another happy day I'm reminding you that good fences make good neighbors and I'll see you next week. <laughs>